The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. What? Dang! <laughs> Dango, welcome to Dango's Sunset City. Dango podcast for the modern class age tell you what. With me today is Nick. Yep. And serious. <laughs> Damn it, pup, this isn't your podcast. <laughs> and on the end there, we have Wayne Hauer. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Wait, Wayne Hauer? Or are you just going to inscribe that on my tombstone next time? <laughs> Dangle, rest in peace. But dead. But dead. But That's my purse. That's Don't my know purse. you. Guys, welcome to the show. I see we already have people in the chat. Certified's already complaining about comics. Welcome, buddy. Boys, it's been a year. What? <laughs> it has been quite the yeah. year. Hey, honestly, I like kind of forgot how much of this stuff actually was within the past year. Yeah, man. Like, just, I mean, like, I really wish I'd taken a break from Twitter last year. Like, I was really thankful that I was able to communicate with a lot more folks, and I was really welcome to the Sonic community, blah, blah, blah. But good God, I grew so tired of hearing about Sonic Drought, this and that and the other, and I think it was kind of worth the wait. We They went kind of hard. Uh, we ate. Yeah, with, with we ate oh, yeah, this, this year. year we ate good. We ate real good. But I, uh, I'm going to be honest... I there was this one um there was this one comment on I don't forget what video I did and it kind of resonated with me fairly hard which was just like ah yes the year of 7 out of 10s and I was like yeah I feel that I kind of feel that <laughs> which is like good right 7 out of 10s good good is still good the it, year of good I'll take it it was good. Yeah, the, the year of good, the year of good, not great, and hopefully the beginning of something better. I feel like it's going to get better. I really do. But there were a couple projects this year specifically that made me a little concerned. But gotta say, man, like they they really kind of pulled it around here. Yeah, I'm it's cool. it's been a it's been quite a it's been quite a journey, especially with. The, like you mentioned, the, uh, being I know, on Sonic in the, Twitter. In the Puss and Boots community, I know. It's just, it's been wild. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. <laughs> it's been, it's been interesting. Some of the takes. I heard that movie was actually really good. I really want to watch it soon. Yeah, I heard it is. I heard it is fantastic. I think it has a higher Rotten Tomato score than Avatar. I mean, like. I I was uh there was an avatar not an avatar there was a Rotten Tomato score I saw yesterday for Road to El Dorado, and it's very middling still, and I think that's uh, offensive. Grosses me just out. a little bit. That movie's so fucking good. That's a that was one of those movies that like it it had the issue of a lot of DreamWorks movies at the times of like they always got compared directly to Disney and they were like eh, it's not as good as Disney, and then you know when you actually sit down and watch me like oh wait a minute. I fucking like this. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think the audio this doesn't levels, have to be Disney. I turned down the audio a little bit, guys. Just let me know because, uh, as Wayne pointed out to me before we started the show, our audio levels were super off. And I did notice that too. I was really quiet compared to you guys. Um, so let me know how it sounds. I'm tweaking things around here. You know, truth be told, I've never seen Road to El Dorado. It's pretty fun, man. You should check it out. It's a it's a good time. 
It's a very fun romp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a masterpiece or anything, but it is good. Fucking beautiful. I love it. Um, yeah, so guys, as per usual, thank you so much for the Super Chats. We will be reading them at the end of the show. Um, but before all of that, we are going to spend today talking about everything that was Sonic the Hedgehog in 2022 because we had a pretty stinking big year. And I think the first thing that really kind of kicked things off was the movie. Right? Ew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. So it's been... Yeah, a- I think that... <clears throat> It's been almost a year since that came out. I mean, we're a couple months a, a, apart from that. How do you guys? How are you guys feeling about it nowadays? I still. still... Know... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, do you want to go first, sirs? Uh, you can go first. You're fine. Okay. I still really like it. Um, I mean, dare say I love it. Uh, my issues with it are still the same. The things I love about it are still the same. Like my opinion of the movie hasn't really changed. And when I watch it today, which I still sometimes do, I think I've seen the movie about four times now um yeah i feel the exact same as i did before the six minutes in the middle of the wedding stuff is the longest six minutes of my entire life but the rest of the film is pretty golden fair enough all right sir i'm st- yeah i'm <laughs> i'm kind of in the same i'm kind of in the same boat as pup where like i i enjoyed the movie a lot in theaters i don't enjoy it as much now as when i watched it but at the same time my theater experience was going to the early showing, being in a a group of a ton of Sonic fans, and literally, like, when the when the end credit song came on, just hearing everybody sing along to the stars in the sky in the theater. That's which means a... you must have heard like an auditorium of like two hundred people singing "Come Zone." <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! But like, it's um. That's an experience I'm not going to be able to replicate, and that was a, a part of watching that movie to me, was that experience on top of watching the movie itself. But I do still enjoy the movie as it is. Um, same, Pretty much the same opinion with the wedding scene. It's completely unnecessary, and that movie doesn't need to be there. But in terms of what we actually got with the movie... I am super thrilled that we actually have a really good rewatchable video game movie because we don't we've never gotten that many of those. I know we're not quite in the same world of like the Uwe Bowl movies where everything is just garbage and it's it's garbage for tax reasons. But I'd say it's still it still holds up. It's still really fun. And I'm glad we got a, a pretty damn faithful video game adaptation especially in a franchise that has had so many issues with people interpreting it over the years. I uh I picked up a uh a, an ugly Sonic toy from a thrift store just the other day and I just I have it sitting by my uh desk just as a reminder of what could have been and how lucky we mm-hmm. are to have the movie we do have. Uh Wayne, what you were you were going to say your thoughts on it though. What what are you thinking about it, bud? Oh, I'm still waiting for my uh, my roommates to actually sit down and watch it with me. You've not wow. You've not seen it. Oh, I've seen it twice. Seen I, it. Went, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I went. I went to the theater twice. I just it's been sitting on the the living room uh, like table. Like I got that steel book with like the the Genesis replica box art. And uh, yeah, uh, we were supposed to watch it a while ago. We watched Chainsaw Man every week. Still haven't watched Sonic. 
Fuck is up, guys. You just want to touch some boobs, that's all. I'll give my wife some credit. She did attempt to watch uh, movie one and movie two with me for a little while before she just... just... Nah, dude, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I mean, I my overall thoughts haven't changed either. I mean, I still thought it was a really fun time. It's not a movie I could really rewatch a great deal. Um, it does still just feel like this is for kids and I'm not a kid kind of a thing. Not to downplay you know, children's media on, on any level. I mean, for fuck's sake, look at my job. But there is still a little bit too much Alvin and the Chipmunks in there for me to really kind of feel like, oh, man, I really need to watch it. It's one of those movies, like, I would watch scenes out of it if I'm in the mood as opposed to watching the whole thing front to back. But I still enjoy it overall. I still think it's a great time. Still excited for movie three. Um, still love uh, Ben Schwartz and the designs and... I, I want to see more of Knuckles' story. Still hate the wedding scene. I, I dearly despise the wedding scene with all of my heart. But otherwise, yeah. I, I'm not sure what they were thinking with all that. I know exactly what they were thinking, and it worked, too. They were just trying to get everybody else who isn't there for Sonic uh, something else. And, I mean, I just yeah. saw on Twitter all over the place afterwards, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought that scene was great. Like, for a second there, I thought it wasn't a Sonic movie, which is the exact problem. You idiots! Yeah, yeah, we're we're here for a, we're here for a Sonic movie. We want to watch a Sonic movie. If you want to make a Sonic movie for fans of things that aren't Sonic, then here's what you do: you make a good movie that just happens to be a Sonic movie. That's the actual trick. That's the actual strategy. I just, but, I mean, this movie still feels like it's kind of caught in the the Paul Feig Ghostbusters era uh, of emulating Marvels formula of being a little bit too jokey for its own good um really I still, on the nose yeah i still think it's it's a better a better mix than a lot of those projects like i still think the humor lands for the most part but every now and then yeah like the russian dancing and the wedding I, scene. I still i still don't like the russian dancing oh i fucking despise it but I, it's <laughs> the wedding scene first, first of all first of all i hate that song and it's it's fucking annoying and so like you know having to sit through like man nah i didn't i still didn't hate that scene that much like i guess maybe i would hate that scene if we didn't have the wedding scene right like by comparison it is the inoffensive one of the two to me but i guess if we didn't have the wedding scene i, I might feel a little bit differently it's kind of like if you've uh if you've ever seen like the production behind uh the birds by alfred hitchcock he would put all kinds of like terrible scenes in the movie just so that the censors would hit them and not the actual gory scenes he wanted i kind of feel that way with the russian dance scene like if it wasn't there maybe i would be may or the if the wedding scene wasn't there maybe i'd, I'd clue into it a little more but i just eh, i just don't yeah, um, and just to give you guys a heads up here, um, Pub's been dealing with some uh, really spotty internet, as you might be aware of for all of December. Um, he just had to dip out again because it's been really, really bad, especially today. So he might not be back in for the rest of the of the episode. Hopefully, we can get him at least to you know, you know, greet us all to a, a happy twenty twenty three. We'll see. But if you're wondering why the puppy man has gone completely quiet, that's why. <laughs> 
That's a very good backstory for the neutering he's having right now. How many neuterings has he had so far in the canon of Sunset City? He's got I a lot think, of balls. He keeps he I does. think at least twelve. <laughs> he just keeps growing them back yeah. like Gohan with a tail. We got a gumball machine with this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Would you like some pop testicles? That reminds me, sirs. Did you see that uh that fusion for Dragon? I forgot the mobile game. I haven't actually played it, but like I still see the art for it every now and then. But like, there's a fusion. I don't know if it's uh, Goku and his dad or not. But whatever the case is, they did like, you know, the red Super Saiyan God hair on a Gogeta styled fusion. So yeah. it just looks like Super Saiyan Four and Super Saiyan God, <laughs> and it's just, oh, it's perfection. It's perfection. <laughs> it's so good. Look for it. For as garbage as GT is, Super Saiyan Four is a banging design. I'll be real, dude. I kind of feel like everything outside of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z is kind of garbage, and I'm, I'm still enjoying it. <laughs> I still think Super and GT are super I, fun. I, I, I'm, I'm. GT has its moments. The thing for me is Super. Super has its moments where I hate it, and then most of it I enjoy. And then GT has its moments where I like it, and most of it that I hate. That's valid. I've enjoyed Super <laughs> just because it felt like Goku and Vegeta are just uh, retired old men. So they're just dicking around on vacation. That's what the entire show feels like to me. It's um, like, what are we doing here? Why are we still fighting? It's just because it's what I want to do. It's just a pastime for them at that point. But yeah, um, I'm just testing the waters, seeing if I can get away with talking about Dragon Ball at all for Sonic fans. This is, these are Sonic fans. They've already li- they already have Dragon Ball at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to you want us to talk about a good Shonen series? We can do that. No, it's all right. All right. Um, damn, damn, serious. Um, <laughs> I mean, but while we're on the subject here, just because we, I mean, we've got a lot of Sonic to talk about today. Um, Pup did put in here, and I thought this was a cool idea in terms of our schedule, like talking about things in the future. Uh, what do you guys feel? You know, now that we have some time to reflect on it, how do we feel about the next movie going forward? Do we have any predictions or excitement? Do you think? The Mario movie is gonna affect things at all. Um, uh, I want to hear Wayne first. I still think like we need to see more of it and like what they're actually planning on doing because I think it can kind of go either way, and it a lot of it depends on how they handle Shadow. Um, I'm Boy. I'm excited, but yeah, it's gonna be a long wait. Boys, my sister and her partner Coco are officially the heroes of this episode. I, I came in and I just said, like, oh, I'm going to dip out a bit just because the, the, you know... The yeah, I, I explained. Not I really explained. Workable in there. Yeah, well, I explained to them too, and they were just like, well, we'll go in the bedroom, you take the living room. It's like, I, I can't just pack you guys off in your bedroom, but it's like, no, they're, they're, they're off. So, like, yeah, I should have better connection now. Well, that's awesome, Wait. man. Good to have you back, but it feel weird ending the year without you here. Yeah, it, it would feel weird ending the year without me here, wouldn't it? It would yeah. it, yeah. it, feel weird just <laughs> announcing you as our new member of the show, and then you only for me to not be in the next episode, <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be wouldn't, wouldn't that, that be, be weird, Gilly? Wouldn't that be, be weird, Yeah, it'd be, be very strange to be a new member on a show and just because the thing. <laughs> The thing that sucked was I was making my usual wickedly funny witticisms, and I didn't know if anyone heard them. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> now I know. Now I have my little uh, confidence, my little safety net. So the, not that they're listening, because I don't want them to listen to it, but a huge thank you to my sister and her girlfriend. Yeah, for real. Same. Thank you, guys. You guys are amazing. 
Um, but don't listen to this. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we yeah. were talking about the future of the Sonic movies, Pup, if you want to weigh in on that a little bit. Sure, yeah. No, so I think the future is looking very bright in that I think we're going to get to see a child get murdered on the big screen again. Oh um, yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm, Wait. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, no, obviously not much is really known about how they're going to portray things. Like, have you seen the recent interview with the writers? I think so, but refresh my memory. They've basically said that they want to commit to taking Shadow seriously, making him a very serious character, but they don't want him to be serious to the point that it becomes comedic just how deadpan he is. So they're not going to go down, like, the Drax route or anything like that. They are committed to him being a very true-to-himself version of the character. And there's also been a lot of talk about how they wanted to have, like, a Big the Cat cameo in each movie, but they always end up getting scrapped. I'm hoping they'll get the chance to do it with movie three. That would be really funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Adventure to, it, the Adventure 2 adaptation would be the time to do the Big the Cat cameos. That's when, exactly. yeah, that's yeah. when that began. I'm, like, I think the thing I'm hoping for... I'm hoping for the space colony arc in some regard, like, because we haven't seen Sonic and his friends go to space yet, and I want to see that, because space, to me, is like a staple of Sonic, like, you know, you always have the big space finale, in a way, um, and okay, that's not every game, but, like, even then, you can't beat a space finale when it comes to Sonic games, the best finales I are always in space. I do want to hear Colleen literally say the first Bernoulli spherical space colony, <laughs> just specifically that line i can't wait for her to say during the credits and we all did it together did it together <laughs> oh uh one more thing though and this definitely concerns you game apologist <laughs> i don't know why i told you that um they talked about the rights to the characters um who they can and can't use in the movies and they've said that when it comes to the games they've basically got this toy box of characters they can use but archie characters are off limits and okay that was kind of expected and stuff but like yeah like so again, yeah. I'm going to remind even hosts of a Sonic show that the Freedom Fighters are not Archie characters. I get it, but like, do do you think they know that? Do you think they really care? You know, <laughs> like, like, like when they say Archie characters, they're they're saying it as a shorthand for that. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I don't get me wrong. Just again, like, I have to reiterate to everybody on the fucking planet: the Freedom Fighters are not Archie. Right. But the characters. thing is, when people when people ask them, can we expect to see characters from Archie? No one's asking about Jeffrey St. Johns. You know. No, and that's and I wanted to reiterate that point too. Is like let, let's be clear, I do not and will not ever expect the Freedom Fighters to show up in the movies. That said, though, I looking back at uh, movie two, like they just they dance with the devil in the origin story of the Chaos Emeralds and everything there. Oh, with, is... with with not Energic, with not hey, Jack and not Locke. Yeah. Hey guys, guess who this is. Um, actually, um, the Freedom Fighters aren't Archie characters. They are, um, their own thing. They come from the Dick universe. Um. <laughs> Sally does. <laughs> That's you. That's your next video. Your next video needs to be called Actually, the Freedom Fighters aren't Archie characters. I mean, that was a good chunk of that in my Sally video. I'm, I'm good on that front. I'll have to do it again during, yeah. during Archie speedrunning. Yeah, you have to unmatch actually when people are idiots about the white rights about these characters. Like it's it's not oh, that hard. I'm an idiot now, am I Nick? I'm an idiot now. Yes. I, I mean not now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna You're go like shopping. A, in ever right. constant state. I wanna go target with you again, man. I miss you, buddy. Yeah, that was always a good time. I've not been to Target in a while and I feel empty. <laughs> you need to you need to get filled up with pup. Yeah, stop it. 
Why do you have to go there, man? He started it. Gotta get filled, pup. Guess we're heading back to the dick universe. Everybody anyway. stop it. We're trying to run a more organized show now. Where are we at? We still talking about... Wait, 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 wait. You buttholes, okay? All right, I'm going back to the piss, and I'm seeing that discussion for a Sonic movie 3 is uh, actually not on here. Never mind then. All right, my bad. <laughs> I thought it would be in, like... No. I thought it would be in the part two. <laughs> Never mind. It's okay to be wrong. Okay, yeah, it is okay. I I'm wrong. And that's okay. It's okay. All right, well, yeah, I'm looking forward to Sonic 3. I'm looking forward to Shadow. Um, I think making him a very properly serious character is what's going to be needed to <clears throat> juxtapose him from the more Draxian take on Knuckles, I guess. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, going forward from there, um, how many of you boys actually read through IDW this year? Oh, I definitely didn't read IDW issue 50. No, when I edited your video, I didn't even read it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got caught no, up on, on on the main story and uh, Scrapnik. Yeah. No, I'm I'm about an issue behind on both right now because of certain recent events, but I'm going to be caught up more soon. But I have I have obviously read issue 50. Well, I mean, just overall, like, how do we feel about the storytelling and just everything they did this year specifically? Because I feel like they spent a lot more time. I think Evan got a lot more time this year. I know she probably started last year in terms of, like, properly taking over, but well, maybe it was this last year. I don't know. It's been a so what year. is, like, the bedmark for when Evan Stanley took over from Ian Flynn? Um, it was immediately after the Metal Virus Saga, but they have uh, swap terms turns in terms of uh stories on occasion um, and who did issue 50 so that was ian um, right she did all the lead up to issue 50 uh while ian did um the side story stuff with uh kit and surge showing up then he right. did a couple episodes episodes he did a couple issues then she took back over and has been running the show ever since but so the truth be told hmm I haven't read Imposter Syndrome, but I did read issue 50 because obviously I needed to for the sake of editing the video. Um, but, like, I fully understood everything that was going on in issue 50. It's pretty... It does a pretty good job at kind of feeling like a continuation of something else, but reintroducing you to everything that's there. I think that's a real talent on display, but I thought, like, I was, I was reading it, I was like... Man, this is compelling, and I, I told my buddy about it and stuff while I was editing. I was like, dude, this is what happens in issue 50. This is really cool. Um, so yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, and of course, I read the Tales anniversary comic as well. That about brings me up to speed on like the current IDW stuff. But I've really just been playing catch-up. I'm up to Metal Virus right now in my encyclopedia stuff. So, encyclopedia? Yeah, you know, the volume books. Anyways, yeah. yeah. That's kind of where I'm at when it comes to IDW. I really like it. It's a really enjoyable comic. I think it definitely hits its strides once you get past the initial few issues, once you get to, like, the Neo Metal Sonic stuff. I think it really the, hits its stride. Those establishing issues are a little bit... They're a little bit rough to go back to after the uh, the Battle for Angel Island and Metal Virus have already kicked off for you. Yeah. I think those are just a little bit more tiresome for folks that know these characters back to front. Um, as far as establishing issues for what they're set to do, I think they're they're perfectly fine, but I completely agree. Yet, I think um, Sonic's Gary Stewisms are at the absolute forefront in the earlier issues. Like, in the later ones, it kind of becomes like, oh, he's actually kind of stubborn, and that's kind of an issue. 
but in the early ones it's just like this man can do no wrong there, yeah there's a lot more in, in battle for angel island there's a lot of like sonic correcting other characters mistakes right yeah. like and that's especially in like the battle with neo metal i i don't like that the battle with neo metal and metal virus both have a, a moment that is beat for beat just shadow not listening shadow getting himself fucked up and sonic having to scold him like both sagas have oh. that exact moment and i and i just mm. Well, I mean, I feel weird. I finally kind of realized, like, especially after watching Prime, like, I finally realized why Shadow is the way he is. It's because if Sega is going to be going forward with this Sonic who's in charge of everything, who's the most reasonable guy in the room, like, you, you can't have a Shadow that is going to be a proper rival who is more like the one you guys all want, which is, you know, the 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 cunning, the thoroughly, you know, intelligent boy that you know we expect him to be because they would get yeah. along just fine i don't i don't want that i, I like sonic when he's just a little bit of you a, want the a troll. I want that's a another thing i guess i would say is i would rather sonic go back to being a bit of a troll and shadow revert yeah then because otherwise yeah. i think the correct way of handling shadow now would be if you're maturing sonic mature shadow and mature their relationship i've always said i think they should be more open to expressing respect for one another in spite of doing things differently, in spite of having quite different mentalities towards how they handle the evil in the world that they fight against. Um, and I think, you know, turning Shadow into a blockhead opposite a Sonic is kind of trying to force out that rivalry. I would rather they mature the rivalry than force it out, you know? Like, yeah, I get you. But like yeah. at the same time i think there is a balance to be found between the very mature prep school teen sonic and the the little you know the little shit stirrer that we know and love like i i something i noticed especially when playing frontiers is sonic says the word insight way too much these days like he's like oh that's so insightful and stuff it's like yeah, he's kind of written to be like a preppy college student in a way these days <laughs> so i kind of think there is a balance to be found you know yeah yeah, I uh, I mean I like I like the characterizations fine enough, but it could be better. I agree, um, and I did give certified some some garbage uh, early on, but I do agree in terms of like how we all give certified garbage, man. He deserves it. But go on, continue. But uh, yeah, Evan, it felt like she, her arcs were they felt a little more fillery compared to what Ian was allowed to do in terms of taking the story and elevating you know what's happening between all the characters. I kind of feel like after issue 50, now that she's finally allowed to do a lot of the heavier action with Sonic involved, which is something she hasn't surprisingly done a whole lot in terms of IDW, it, it feels like she's finally allowed to kind of go as nuts with these characters because like the more recent issues have just been Surge versus everybody, and they've been a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm glad to see that uh, they're finally letting her kind of cut loose a little bit more than... You know, just having Ian run the show completely because I think they're both excellent writers, and uh, I, I, think, I I think they've done a great job being like just synergizing between them. It doesn't feel like like a jarring shift between one or the other a whole lot. So I I originally so like we had the the moment where the fight with Surge kind of you know died off uh, in the comics where you know Kit was taken in by Tails and they were Kit was gaslit by Sonic on accident, <laughs> like. There was that whole that whole moment where things slowed down and then Surge 
started becoming a problem for everybody again. And I was like, oh, okay, so we're just we're just not done with this fight. I'm I don't know how I feel about this. And then I realized that's literally what happened with Scourge in Archie. Scourge did not just fight Sonic to a standstill and then it was done. He literally just like hopped from city to city, fucking things up for everyone. Yeah, this one's got like, a lot okay, more dimension. This makes more sense. She has a lot more dimension than Scourge ever did, though, which I really appreciate. Like, first, she was just very oh, yeah. yelly, but like, Ian did a great job fleshing her out through imposter syndrome. And I think Evan's done a great job making her feel like a whole lack of a better term, human being. Um, yeah. Henrik. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but she's like, I don't know. She's far more intimidating now. Like she, she's shown her worth uh, against a lot of big uh, proper characters without feeling like a, fa like a fan fiction character. Like there is still a bit of a balance there. She does have an extra boost helping her out and she doesn't feel like she can completely overpower everyone all around her. You can still see her struggle a bit. I, I've been really, really liking uh, where they're taking the character, and I'm excited to see more of them. I also um, throw some love out there for Doctor Starline as well. Yeah, what a what a <laughs> yeah. way to wrap up his story. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I I know we're gonna get him back eventually, but for the send off that he's had so far, I was I was pleased with it. If there if there was anybody to send him off, it was Eggman. <laughs> I think they did a good job wrapping up his story. I really don't want to see him again unless they have a really good reason for it. And even then, it better not be for a long-ass time. Like, give us, give us a chance to, to miss him because uh, Sonic has a really hard time uh, doing that with their characters. I mean, we only got Mr. Tinker for, like, what, a year's worth of issues? I was talking about Shadow and, then, and Sage. I mean... Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shadow, what? how how long did we actually wait for Shadow? I mean, he died one game, showed up in the very next game. Was I mean, it was just between games, and that's all it was. Yeah, we yeah, didn't we didn't miss Shadow at all. Yeah, I missed him during the advanced thing... games. Sorry, go ahead, Wayne. <clears throat> no, I think my only thing with like IDW right now is uh, some of the stories are starting to feel a little bit redundant. Um, there's only so many times I can see. Eggman like grab one of the animal creatures and like slam them against something and, and think oh man that's so cool when I've I've already seen it a couple of times at this point you know what I mean yeah no like mm -hmm. oh you thought that was cool I'll just do it again like okay calm down it's it was, it was cool the one time it's the classic Sonic syndrome coming into play again I just don't think they have Dr. a lot to Starline work with did not... Sorry, Starline ahead. did not stop the Sonic cycle at all, after all I'll be reading the comics like slamming animals again <laughs> and somehow we don't want Sally back. Come on! <laughs> like it, uh, uh, God, fucking damn it! Can't snatch you. <laughs> no, I'm. I I haven't gotten that same feeling of like redundancy quite yet, but at the same time, I'm. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, because I haven't felt that, I'm not super upset. And also, like, with Surge running around just kind of causing trouble for everybody, I like Dragon Ball Z, and that's the same thing that most DBZ villains did. I mean, to that, time. I would also, like, say, I've said this a lot about Spider Man recently, and I'll say it about this too, every comic book series. 
you're not supposed to read all of them. There, there's like jumping on and jumping off points for different generations to get into it and stuff. And I don't know if Sonic has really gotten far enough for there to be a big generational jump on jump off point. But like, it is a thing with comics is they're repetitive and they will be if you read every single one, you know, like. I, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. think that really applies to a very single series. Like it, it's clear, like from issue one to now, you need a lot of the context up until the point we are in right now. Like the oh, so it is dependent then. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm just I mean, talking it, specifically this about this a, project. Okay. This project's closer to a manga to me than a standard like DC or Marvel comic fair. What I think is missing with this, and I think the the issue I'm running into it um, is just without the metal virus. I think the metal virus just happened way too soon. Just in general. Um, they probably needed to help kind of boost interest and in sales and everything, and it's a great story, but the world is just not established enough to really feel the impact of that thing. And now that we've had it so early on, it is literally the second big story right after a very short story with Neo Metal. Is like it just it kind of feels directionless after a big saga like that. Like we're, we're we don't have a big like an objective to kind of focus on and single out. At least as far as we can tell, they keep hinting that there's going to be some more stuff in 2023. But just right now, it kind of feels a little bit aimless. And it might not be, just because, like, Surge is interesting, and we have a new uh, Eggman City that is hopefully going to be sticking around and uh, really establish itself as a new big location in Sonic's world. But after Metal Virus, like... It just feels weird. It feels like we should be, you know, prepping up for another big storyline. And maybe they are, but it, it does like, drag a bit on occasion. It's got phase four syndrome in a way, like with Marvel, like, you know, how after Endgame, it's kind of just like, where are we going next? You know? A little meandering. Yeah. Like, and yeah, you get a like, good solid conclusion and then you still have to keep going. Yeah. I think yeah. I get like what you're saying about Metal Virus being too early as well. I mean, like, imagine if like Sonic Forces was like the second Sonic game or something. Like, right. none of it would matter. I mean, none of it does matter because it's written by hacks. But like, you know, like Jesus. none of it would even try to matter. You know, <laughs> like, I, I mean, Metal Virus is a million times better than Sonic Forces. Don't get me wrong. Um, you get what I'm saying. Like, you have your extremes, and to do the extreme too early is like it can kind of hurt where your book goes for the rest of it, you know? Like, yeah. Um, I think they're doing a fine job, just in terms of uh, the storytelling in general and the characterizations. Like, I still, you know, check in every month because, like, as much as I love the Freedom Fighters and a lot of the stuff that Ian did later on with Archie and all that stuff, uh, <laughs> man, like, just growing up with Archie, like, this is so unbelievably nice. I keep like I keep saying like yeah let's get everything in for for Sonic, just because I want it as set dressing. But I gotta admit like at first when I jumped into IDW it was so refreshing just to be like, I don't need to worry about all this extra fucking lore. This is just a Sonic story, and I can have a good time with it. And I'm still appreciating it for that on that front. But I do think they need just a little little bit more, just a tiny bit. But I think a it's good. I'm gonna be honest. So you know how in Archie we got like the uh like the iron invasion and stuff like that that happened in that story. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to be honest, I think we might need something akin to that in this story. Some other opposing force. Kind of like Starline was his own opposing force, but Starline was very much a 
he's an offshoot of Eggman. I love him for everything that he is, but he's very much an Eggman that hasn't learned a lot of the lessons that Eggman needed to learn yet and getting his comeuppance for not, you know, feeling like he learned all the lessons Eggman needed to learn and then obviously not having learned them. He's also very much uh, connected to that character as well. Like, Yeah, he's he's very connected to them, whereas like in Archie, we got, you know, a second opposing force that came and usurped uh, Snively away from uh, from Eggman and then literally started taking over the world in a way that he had previously done. And they were their own problem for I, I don't remember how long that freaking arc was. But yeah. it was a pretty it was a pretty lengthy one. So what you're saying it wasn't super good either. That was the problem. So what you're saying <laughs> no, is that it's time for Zavok and you're ready for Zeddy. No, I want I want a so I I like Starline <laughs> not just in concept, but I also like him because he is a he's a new villain. And I like Scourge not Scourge, but I like Surge because she is a a villain that can go several routes and be a thorn in everybody's side. Like she can complicate every story going forward. I, I will like her. Oh, that's I like her a lot right now, but I think I'm going to like her even more when she is, you know, the thing complicating other stories and making them harder on the heroes. But I want a, I want an iron invasion styled story, or at least a story with that kind of scope where Eggman just is not prepared to be part of this. And it's not even a problem of his own design, like in Metal Virus. It's just not something that he's prepped for. And everybody has to go all hands on deck for an extended period of time to make things work out. Like, I want, I think something like that could kind of light the fire uh, where that story is concerned after we've, after we've gone through our surge pisses everybody off on Tumblr uh, arc she's on right now. Yeah, I, I do think they're going to be building up to something else. I really, I mean, like, these guys have to be more aware of this than we ever are. And I would have to imagine, like, after the success of the Metal Virus, they're really reevaluating what comes next in terms of, like, a really big shakeup for this storyline. Um, and, I, I, again, like, I think IDW has always been a bit of a slow burn. They're very, very slow with some of the stories where I, I think that's the biggest detriment of it. But I think looking back on it and reading... Uh, and reading it as it comes is going to make it all the more exciting. And I really hope they do something more with the other element that they brought in near the end of the year here. Something we have to talk about before we jump off comics. Scrapnik Island. Yeah. Holy Scrapnik shit. Scrapnik is great. It's so good. Hey, when is... Do we know at what point in the timeline Scrapnik's supposed to take place yet? I have a feeling. I know what it is. Um, okay. So... Did you notice in the more recent episode, episode, the more recent issue, while um, Metal and Sonic are fighting, uh, he says like I haven't given up on on you yet, Metal. No, but also remember I'm not caught up yet for other reasons. Okay, well yeah, they, they have, to, they, have a, they have a quick fight, and he says that specifically, and I think that is kind of a reaction to whatever happened between. Uh, him and Mecca, uh, with whatever's going to be wrapping up with Scrapnik Island, I really think that they've been pushing a lot of like um, AI being its own, like it is still life and it matters kind of a thing. They've been really pushing that a lot in this, uh, just in the series in general, and I think yeah. that's going to come to a head with Mecha Sonic specifically when Scrapnik wraps up here. And they did say um, 
in Scrapnik, I forgot it was issue two or three, Tails was like, hey, your, your leg's been through a lot recently. So that's telling me that happened after uh, they crash uh, in the Eggperial City in 50. Um, so I'm, say, I'm assuming it takes place between um, when Sonic gets his leg healed, which we saw there was like a bit of a time jump there, and when they started getting back into it with Surge. So... Mm-hmm. I think that's where it takes place specifically because it happens recently around with with the other stuff with the indication of the leg in- injury and when he fights metal the next time there's there's just a different tone with the way Sonic reacts with him and I I think that is kind of I think that's metal I think that's mecha just really you know leaving an impact on Sonic on some level so that's my ramble that's where I think it takes place Okay, well, I'm glad that we still have the Dragon Ball Z movie problem, even in 2022. I don't think there is, man. I think they, <laughs> I think they did a pretty decent job in terms of like giving you hints on where it takes place. I don't think it's going to be as as messy as a uh, Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, we will see. I'm I'm excited to see where everything goes. Maybe it's just the Alvin Earthworm fan in me uh, that grew up with Mario Brothers Z that just really likes. I like a Mecha Sonic story. Because I had such a fun Megasonic story growing up in fanfic form. I mean, that was yeah. Uh, I mean, that was a great fucking time. Um, so we will see. I've seen that. I it's good shit, man. It's it's a good romp. It's corny it's shit, romp. but it's fun as hell. Um, the only my <sighs> so I do have a couple things where the comics concerned though that make me feel a bit. Not weird, but just wondering how they're going to tie everything together. We know Sage is going to have to be integrated into the comics. We know that's a that's a thing they're going to end up having to do. It's going to be we, interesting we if she meets Bell, isn't it? Like, so at, we ending of Frontiers. Sage is li- and Sage is literally the type of character that the comics want to begin with. With how often the comics have delved into like the. Uh, the personalities, the sentience of AI, that's like, that's Sage's story to AT as well. Yeah, I mean, you They're see a lot gonna of They're going to have else. to do something with her. I, I, I would only disagree just because I really don't think they are going to kind of take away the reintroduction of Sage and put it into the comic. If she does show up, I really think we have to wait till the next game to see whether or not she becomes a mainstay in Eggman's uh overall arsenal um because this this comic can't really do anything to how do i put it like uh it, it can't go against whatever canon they're setting up in in the sonic games directly so hopefully they can't rock the boat right so it's going to depend whether or not sage is going to be a mainstay i think because i mean infinite hasn't shown up anywhere else after after forces so i mean yeah, but we also never got any hint that he'd be coming back. Also, we did get the Sonic Channel calendar today, and the first month has Shadow and Infinite on it. Yep, I thought you'd enjoy Amazing. that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dude, they're gay. Like, the way he's holding that microphone <laughs> and everything, and the way they're dressed, they're gay. There's no way. There's still, no way they're not. I still say they just... Oh, that reminds me, somebody made a... <laughs> you see earlier in the chat, somebody accidentally made a typo when talking about the Bad Guys miniseries. It's like, it really was like, I think it says something like, really enjoyed the bad gays or something like that. 
I mean, that's that's a perfect description of, of Starline if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Infinite. Thrust harder. I am not weak! <laughs> I don't know why. I just... <laughs> oh, my gosh. There we go. All right. And, yeah, guys, like, just going forward, I mean, like I'm seeing in the chat here, like... Um, you maybe don't listen to a Sonic podcast if you're concerned about spoilers because like it's it's been a couple months now. We we have to be able to talk a little bit more freely about this game at some point. So yeah, yeah, like that's that's just kind of how that goes. Um, I also I don't think any of us have assumed that Mecha is going to maintain villain status at the end of the arc. I don't, I don't think anybody said anything even remotely near like that. I really hope he doesn't die. Is the thing. I think like that kind of go against a lot of the the things they're setting up in terms of this story in terms of Scrabnik. So, I hope he doesn't. I hope he's just around and and chilling out and evolving from his original programming all that shit. Hey, how do we feel about them like bringing back characters we haven't seen in a while to give them send-offs? Like how do we feel about that? I don't know if that's what they're doing cuz again, I still need to read Scrabnik Island, but like how, how would we feel? I wouldn't mind. It'd be a little, a little upsetting because, like, so the thing with IDW, the IDW comics does a really good, does a really good job with its characters and characterization, with only a handful of, of exceptions. And since Sonic has such a bevy of characters that people love, that sometimes they don't get a lot of time in the spotlight, bringing a character back just for the purpose of giving them a send off kind of upsets me a little bit be only because we have a comic that does so good at showing us those characters at various stages of their life even when they're just hanging around each other the the dialogue is fun I mean, um, i'd say like the send-off for them is just the end of the story effectively like like they still get a good like final story and everything like i i would be okay with if they wanted to like i don't know bring back chip and then like Actually, maybe don't kill Chip. Don't don't kill him. He's a scrimblo. Um, but like, let, let's say Mephilus then in that case. You know, like, I kind of feel like that would take away from the original ending of whatever story those characters were focused on. I mean, it's case by case, but I guess it, yeah, we have to talk more about forgotten Sonic characters than I guess, you know. I, I think it's I think stuff like that would work really well because like I would like to see a, like Mephilus come back, but I think. I think the portal to make that happen truly is silver. The only way to not take away from those characters' stories but still bring them in is to utilize time travel or something like that where they, they are in for the story but then they have to go back to their time. But we also know that time travel doesn't work that way in Sonic. Once you do something in, in one timeline... It affects everything in the future. I don't, been... Look, I, I've uh, I've joked about it. I don't think they give a fuck, dude. I don't think they give a shit. They'll do whatever they have to do. Like, it's just how that goes. I don't think they've actually know. thought it through. <clears throat> Shall we move along to the next part of the Year of Sonic? Well, Wayne, you've been kind of quiet. Did you have any final thoughts with anything comic-related? I mean, I've been happy with what the comics have been doing. Again, like I said, I do feel, I do feel like some of them, like... Uh, there have been a couple of things where it's just like, oh boy, uh, we get. I, I'm happy to see Metal Sonic, uh, but I, I'm not excited by like the fifteenth, you know, showdown with Metal Sonic that I've seen in this comic run in the past, like you know, year. Um, a little stuff variety like that. Would be I'm just, nice, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of looking to just kind of see where they go next with it. I'm happy with with where it's at. It's I I just um it feels like uh, something else is cooking and I just kind of want to see what that is. Yeah, same here. Uh All right. Oh, squeaky voice. There we go. I'm trying to burp. All right. Um so I'd say the next big thing, let's take a look at the piss is Sonic Origins. The next thing, yes, Sonic Origins. So we going to have a little look back on that one since we last spoke about it there's been a patch um and uh no one ever talks about the game anymore which is pretty unsurprising to me considering it is just four games already played repackaged but like even then you know there's a lot of fanfare beginning you know before it came out for like pretty i don't think anyone like knows they're playing it anymore if they are you know I mean, yeah. I, I think just how bad they bungled the the launch is enough of a reason to to say why it's just not being talked about at all. It's not in the same conversation with Sonic Jam or Sonic Mega Collection, which is a shame because it had every... There's no reason it shouldn't have just completely toppled those collections, and um, it's pretty offensive to me. <laughs> so I think at the time it came out, I, I don't know if I said, like, this is like a 0 out of 10 kind of thing. I was very harsh on it when it first came out, and to be honest, I still kind of do feel that way. But it's one of those things where I want to acknowledge, I feel like the situation surrounding the product is worse than the product itself. Like, playing it itself, it's one of those things where a lot of the issues, you kind of need to be looking for them, but it is the question of why does a new release version of these things have less stability than the originals that came out decades earlier? You know, that that is a completely valid question, and whether or not that tanks the overall experience is completely subjective, but, like, for me, I can still boot up Sonic Origins as a means of playing Sonic 1, 2, and 3, and have a perfectly satisfactory time with it, which is why I think I would go a little easier on it now, while still acknowledging that I think it is a pretty dire circumstance that a decades later re-release is in many ways inferior to the original. I appreciate things like the upscaling and, you know, the widescreen and stuff like that. But when you... It's a hard sell, okay? The game at the original retail price for, effectively, it's got widescreen support now. And I get that these things were remade from the ground up. But, like, when you think about what you're getting, it was always kind of a hard sell. It's an even harder sell when you factor in the technical issues and how much they're holding back compared to previous collections. Whether or not this was, oh, we just want to focus on the origins of these characters, neither here nor there, it's a smaller product, you know? Yeah, I I don't I don't hate Sonic Origins. I got frustrated while playing through it the first time because of things like the you know, the tails getting locked and jumping infinitely glitch, stuff like that. Um but the thing is, a lot of that stuff, if you just patch some of that out, if I were to just hand this to somebody as, hey, you haven't played any Sonic games before, here, try this series out for the first time, see how you enjoy it, I think it'll function for that, and that's it's enough in some cases. I don't, I don't hate it. I was a lot more jaded about it when it came out. I'm not as jaded about it now. I think, you know, things like the added animations and stuff do add a little bit but again it's not enough you know like considering the hard sell that the rest of this is i still don't feel like it's enough 
They needed to do more to justify it. They needed to ask more. What can we do for these games to pay proper service to them, make the ultimate versions of these games? How much how, how much versatility can we include? You know, it should be all about customization options and stuff like that. Not just copping out with an anniversary and a classic mode. Have toggle switches and stuff, you know? But, like, that's the thing, is you think there is so much more they could have done with this. The product as it stands, if, you know, you got a friend that wants to get into Sonic or whatever, it's a perfectly satisfactory way of getting into it. But the thing is, this was marketed as an anniversary event. You've got, like, little Sonic at the end of it being like, I make 31 years look good. This was very much like a for fans thing. The fans have already played more stable versions of these games. So it's kind of like, what is this? Is it an introduction or is it a celebration? As an introduction, it's fine. As a celebration, it's a complete failure, in my opinion. Yeah. That's kind, that's kind of like, and, and this is an issue that I've been having, not just with Sonic, but also with uh, Magic the Gathering's had this issue this year as well, of like looking at a product and going, is this for me? Like somebody who really, really likes this character, somebody who really, really likes this story, this world, is this product for me? I feel like I feel like Origins, outside of the the little animations, it it wasn't a product for me. It wasn't it wasn't built as a product for me. And that I don't know if I should feel a type of way about that, but I kind of do. So even down to like, sorry, go on, Nick. The thing, uh, the thing about what made uh, Sonic Collection so unbelievably important, and I think this started back with Sonic Jam, and definitely carried on with Mega Collection in its own different way, is that it, it's both. It's not one or the other. It's a celebration. It's an introduction. That is what those things are there for. It's there to preserve what you know made this series so special. You know, understanding the the origins of it. It's literally called Origins. And they had everyone and everything they needed to really hit this out of the park. And they failed. And it told me that Sega is fine with good enough. And I said it before, and I'll keep saying it, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is not good enough. And that alone is just being like, this is unacceptable. There's a lot of great stuff here, and I, I'm happy a lot of people have enjoyed it. It's not my it, it's not my job. Like I'm not IGN. I don't need to I don't need to sell this to anybody else. I I find it deeply offensive this came out the way it did, and I was very, very worried about the future of Sonic just with the DLC alone, not the DLC, because that didn't happen, even if it was promised, but, like, I was really concerned with the, the pre-order shit, and then, like, oh, and also we're going to take things out of the game that clearly should just be just little accoutrements, yeah. and then say, spend extra $5, and we're going to keep training you kids to say, oh, it's $5, it's not that big of a deal. Because they've been doing that for years. Like, it's not that big of a deal, not that big of a deal, not that big of a deal. Do you want like, camera control in the menus? Five bucks? And, and it wasn't even that. Yeah. It was literally just being able to zoom in. Yeah, like, holy I, I shit, that like, offended me. rotate the yeah, eyes exactly. I have not... I, I literally, like, I, I, I... Every night before I go to bed, I thank the maker that I never bought an NFT in my entire life. But the closest <laughs> I've ever felt to being that stupid with my cash was buying the Same. digital deluxe yes. of Sonic <laughs> Origins. That's a perfect and description. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't feel that way buying a DLC. And between Colors Ultimate and 
Sonic Origins, they were so aggressive with this. Fortunately, they did reel it in a little bit with Frontiers with a digital deluxe that's just, there's not even any point in buying it whatsoever. But like, okay, I'll, I'll take that over you slicing pieces of the game off and selling it to me separately. But goddamn, like Sonic Origins, you might as well have shipped it out with an NFT. Like, you know that, you know that Disney animation where Donald, Goofy, and Mickey are all like, they're super poor. It's the middle of winter. Yeah, and, and they're yeah, cutting yeah, the bread. Cutting the, bread. Uh, the like air thin bread. Yeah. It was yes. the Christmas Carol one with Scrooge McDuck, and that, yeah, the no, that yeah, no, wasn't no, Christmas it was Carol. Origins, it was, it was Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the Sonic Origins experience. And as I say, like, the fact that we've got a box set that wants to... It's not even a box set. It's literally digital. But, like, <laughs> the fact that we've got this, that succeeds at 50% of what it needs to do. I think it succeeds at introducing new Beast to Sonic. But it's like, that's only 50% because it was advertised as celebrate the games that defined a generation. And it was advertised with all these new features, which amount to nothing. In, in, at the end of the day, like, would I rather have a mirror mode or would I rather be able to play Sonic Spinball? Would I rather be able to play Sonic's 3D Blast or the Game Gear titles or something like that? I'll take more content over the same content mirrored. Thank you very much. Um, I remember being so convinced uh, seeing that volcano. I was just like, oh, so cool. They'll actually be, be cool enough to include like some secret games like Sonic Spinball and stuff like that in there. Nah, they really just did not give a shit with that collection, man. The thing is also, though, it's a testament to how badly Sega adapts to times sometimes as well, because the museum, and, and, and the museum does sound like kind of a selling point in a way, like the museum elements of the previous collections were some of the best parts of those collections. The thing is, they haven't adapted to modern times, because nowadays you can find all that stuff on the internet, what I think Sega needed to do was think, okay, what can we offer then in this museum that they can't just find on Google Images or on YouTube or something? What can we offer? And they didn't. They just bunged in the Mania Adventures, they bunged in the Symphony, and it's just like, all this stuff you can just get on YouTube. If you're going to sell this as part of a package, I'm fine with it being there, but if you're going to advertise the museum as kind of a selling point, unlock the museum, as the trailer said, you need something there that you can't just get for free online, you know? Yeah. Even if it's just a comic viewer, even if it's just an exclusive preview of Sonic Frontiers, an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at the future of Sonic or something. The past is easily accessed by the internet, but why are you holding out on the future, you know? I, I don't really mind them not talking about the future. That's not the point of that collection. It's a, it is supposed to be like... Here is the definitive canon and uh, the best way to play. Yeah, but it's still supposed to be like the definitive way to play these games. And they also use the animation to kind of help set up what the canon is supposed to be. All that silly stuff. Uh, just because the big debate on where Sonic CD takes place. Still don't completely agree with the order of it. Gameplay wise, I still do. I appreciate that they just went to the effort. But like this was supposed to be the definitive way. And they failed on that front. And then they went to the classic mode. Then they failed on that front because it's not even the classic games. It's not the original way to play those games, which I could, I could ramble on forever about how big of a problem that is to me. But all of that said, like even the YouTube, like even on YouTube, the day before the game released, they showed every single fucking cutscene. 
So not even, like, yeah, you get it all on YouTube. They couldn't even wait for the game to come out before they showed it on YouTube themselves. It's fucking mind-boggling. I said, was that not just um, outlets that were given review copies that did that? I'm pretty sure, like, they, uh, was they it would... Katie or whatever was saying, please don't do that? I, I don't know if it was Katie or not. I don't really think it matters. Game Explain did it, and they still have to get mm -hmm. signed off by somebody to do that. Right. So, I don't know, but, like... If that was Game Explain's fault or Sega's, but whatever the case is, I really feel like Sega dropped the ball on so many levels there. And we've heard, like, from Stealth, and I've heard from other people, like, well, Stealth is not blameless in this, and I sincerely doubt he is. But, like, man, this this really kind of broke my heart because we had so many people that give a shit about this franchise working on games they dearly love. And it's this down is the what drain. we got. Yeah. And it's the just, Mania Dream is officially down the drain for now, like, it seems. Yeah, I'm hoping they come out with a new 2D game, but as far as who's making it is what is going to concern me going forward. So, I mean, I guess we'll it's going to be a wait-and-see situation here. But, uh, yeah, not only did they go back and kind of slap my favorite game in the face, they did, unfortunately, worryingly, probably screwed up what could have been a brilliant uh, side um not side section, but just another separate branch of the Sonic franchise. While they're working on the big 3D game, you always have something creative and fun on the 2D front that, that works and is doing its own thing and is servicing that section of the fan base. So it doesn't always have to be one or the other. Yeah, it yeah. feels like um, in many ways, 2022 is the inverse of 2017 when like 2017... Sonic Mania, Sonic Forces, classic Sonic fans ate pretty well that year. Uh, modern Sonic fans barely even got to touch their toast. Whereas you move into 2022, the classic Sonic fans are Hank Marvin, and the modern fans were kind of enjoying Frontiers. We'll get to that when we do. But, like, I think ideally it would be nice to have a year when if they're going to give us a classic project and a modern project, if they could both be home runs, that would be much appreciated. Um... As it stands, I will say this, on the classic end of things, I think 2022 was carried by the fans. It was carried by uh, things like Sonic and the Fallen Star, uh, Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit, games like that. They absolutely carried the torch for classic Sonic this year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I will be, I will be happy when we can finally, or if, if we ever can get the ability to return to the the Sonic Advance kind of era of Sonic. I miss as 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 rose tinted as it is, I do miss what Nick was mentioning where we'd always have that 2D project happening on the side. Sometimes the 2D project was like Sonic Rivals and that wasn't great. But sometimes <laughs> that 2D product was Sonic Rush. That was pretty good. I agree with that. Like, that's something I've been saying, is I kind of miss the Dimps Age, like, when you would get a separate game for, like, devoted to the console. I said on Twitter yeah. at one point, I think it would be really cool if Sonic Team would make their more upcoming releases more focused on next-gen consoles like PS5 and Xbox Series S and stuff like that, and then have Dimps make a separate game for, like, the Nintendo Switch. Obviously, that post got a lot of backlash because I think, like... Sega's sales figures as it is are at their absolute best on Switch. So it makes sense that they're going to put their best foot forward on the Switch. Fine, 2022 was the year that I accepted that we're not going to get a Sonic game that is technologically on the level of, say, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. 
Even then, though, that doesn't excuse the pop-in, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't... I think... I think if we can if we can get to the point where we don't need hyper realistic grass textures, we'll be okay. Well, we got to find that middle ground, haven't we? Because we don't want it looking like Lost World. Because I, I, you know, I've belly ached and complained about Lost World till the cows come home. I feel like Frontiers' art direction was definitely better than Lost Worlds, but like, well, a better fit anyway than Lost Worlds. But well, I yeah, Lost World just kind of feels like Mario Light. There's a middle ground to be had. I think if they can make it cartoonish without it looking plastic, like you can have a cartoony art style that doesn't look like Mario. You know, like that. That's yeah. simple. I thought Lost World was yeah. better than Sonic Frontiers. I think I, I don't think it's so. I don't think it's the does it look better, does it look worse for me. I think it's more than just I don't, I don't want that particular aesthetic. Art direction is different from overall. Yeah. No, I yeah, which yeah, like, like, yeah, it's, like it's it's more quality, yes, but I don't like the I don't like the art direction as much. The art I direction think, for Frontiers, I'm I still I like, like the art direction better. I mean, it's too Mario. I still like the art direction better. It still felt like Sonic aesthetic, overused Sonic aesthetic. Don't get me wrong, and yeah, the modern uh, the modern Sonic didn't exactly fit with that world. I don't really think he fit very well with the, the Frontiers world either my main point of comparison is i guess like if we let's pretend for a second that windy hill is green hill and put it next to generations as green hill generations one is how it should be done in my opinion like sure. where it's kind of textured it kind of looks tangible it kind of looks like a naturalistic environment while still having those cartoon sensibilities what Lost World does is just too Mario, in my opinion. And I think if we can keep it to the generation's end of the scale, that's the best way to go. With Frontiers, it definitely has more that textured look, which I appreciate. And I think the Starfall Islands were made the way that they are, were made almost kind of photoreal as a means of making them look uncanny to Sonic and his universe, because that's kind of what they're supposed to be. They're these very mysterious locations... I think it works for that. I just think I want them to find a way to eliminate the pop-in issues and stuff. Even then, with later titles, <clears throat> later locations, I don't want them all looking like the Starfall Islands. As I was saying to you, Nick, on like well, some of my latter days in the States, I think the games going forward will determine Sonic Frontiers' place in the Sonic canon. And like the Starfall Islands, the way they look and stuff. If future games come out and the islands look like the Starfall Islands that's going to make Frontiers retroactively worse because it will just be like, okay, these are just very photorealistic islands and they're just very biome-related and stuff. I if think that again, it's not going to work. We need to return to some kind of form for the next one so that we can say, that's just the Starfall Islands. They're uncanny, they're mysterious. That's how they are, you know? I think that's the Starfall Islands being uncanny on purpose is a headcanon. I'm going to be overly honest with you. I don't know, though, because like things like art design and the design of these islands and stuff will have gone through rigorous phases. Like, I, I know we like to meme on Sega as like an indie studio and stuff, but the truth is they're not. There will have definitely been quite a lengthy process determining and deciding how these islands will look. I don't think they just went to the Unreal Assets department and threw everything in there. Um, I mean, if they did, that would be really bad. Um, but like, I don't think they did. So... They kind of did. Um, so if yeah. you if I you look at the Mega Scans logo, well, I saw. That. I mean, like I mean, all four of those logos are um, 
are known for that. I mean, they did make their own stuff. Don't don't get me wrong there. I think, I mean, we don't know for sure, right? Like, none of us are actually a part of Sega. We weren't a part of the development process. I th- and let's let's be real. We're done with Origins. We're talking about Frontiers now. Um, <laughs> but um, I think I think there's I I would assume there's a truth between both of what you guys are saying. Um, I I Pup is right. Like you really need to like art direction is its own department and you need to kind of build your world around what your, your theming is and everything like that. In terms of the story, I, I kind of feel like they missed the mark a little bit just in terms of like, yeah, it's supposed to be ancient, weird and mysterious and feel a little alien. It is still on Sonic's world. And these are ruins from like before anything else we've seen in the Sonic games. (laughs) So like figure it out guys. Like what are we doing here? Um, I do a big section in this video that I still promise to everybody and I just never release where I do compare like how um, Breath of the Wild does uh, ruins versus how Frontiers does ruins. And I do think they did a better job in terms of like if we're going to be following the framework of Zelda and I think this goes for a little bit of Lost World. I sometimes feel like there's a lot of good framework to be inspired by in terms of what Nintendo did right. But occasionally, I feel like they didn't learn the right lessons. And if you're going to go so hard into some of you know the copy paste in terms of like Nintendo design, maybe go a little bit further. In terms of Lost World, I think they did a great job in terms of polish for the overall look of everything. Because well, yeah, like I don't notice any popping in Lost World or anything like that. I, I think it's animated beautifully, and if you don't have that bias against like a Mario design, I think that that game looks really damn pretty. But removing that and looking towards like uh frontiers i think where it kind of falls apart is all of the level design is floating above the map itself and while it's fun to run around it's a little it gets a little bit janky on occasion and like there's the landmarks there there are some decent ones but again most of them just feel like just shapes there's nothing special about them they need to make things more diegetic like is like the main word here is so that, you know, like, the interactables are not so obviously separate from the world itself. I think Sonic Frontiers is the blueprint for a 10 out of 10 game. We're not at 10 out of 10 yet, and I think there is an element to the Sonic fan base where it's like, why can't we just get a 10 out of 10 already? But in fairness, that attitude worked very well for the games like Sonic Forces. But with this, it's the first of the third generation of Sonic, as Takeshi Izuka's calling it. And I think no matter how good it was going to be, there were still going to be some growing pains in there. Now, that's not to say accept the, you know, accept everything for what it is. No, but like, it's at a point where I can accept it. it that, that's how I view it is I can accept the Starfall Islands for what they are. In future games, I want uh, the puzzles to be more Sonic and I want them to be more diegetic to the environments. One idea I had, and I expressed this in my video on Sonic's loop-de-loop problem, was finding ways to make the loop-de-loop work in 3D and make it work in an open zone. And one of the ideas I had was you could have a giant loop-de-loop as the centerpiece of the stage, and you can't get around it by your own momentum. You can't get around it by yourself. You have to rely on dash pads, but you could have it so you have to quick step into the dash pads in order to make it around. If you miss a dash pad, he falls off. That's the kind of challenge and the kind of design I would really love to see in an open zone game. Take a little further, later island, have a figure eight loop-de-loop or something, you know? 
Like, there are ways they can build these very integral, fundamental design concepts from Sonic directly into these islands, and I think that's what I want to see next. I, I feel like if they're going to put I, RPG I, elements in there, they should have probably focused on building up Sonic's momentum, uh, like the, the length of the boost and stuff like that. That's how it should have evolved instead of, oh, you can you can level up your speed, but also you've got a whole bunch of like customizable uh, different things for your speed. Like, it was just trying to have its cake and eat it too, and it, it's just kind of a mess on that front. I, I mean, overall, the game's fun, but like if you're bringing RPG elements in, Focus on Sonic speed and be like, maybe you have to build up enough of a level to like, now he's fast enough because you did all these other things on the island and now he's quick enough to do that giant loop-de-loop. But uh, sorry, Stars, I keep interrupting you. I so I, I was I was trying to say something like back when we were on the aesthetics conversation, I just couldn't get it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Go for it. That's okay. Um, I was going to say like, if we're talking about Sonic aesthetics that we want going forward... And Sonic games that have actually like hit the nail on the head uh, for almost everything. If I'm being honest, I think I think I want to see more games that just look like Sonic Heroes. Like it may not be my favorite Sonic game, but when I think of like a game that nails that that middle ground between this is what a city looks like in the Sonic universe. This is what uh, a jungle biome looks like in the Sonic universe. This is what all this stuff looks like in Sonic's world. Heroes and IDW look remarkably similar to me in those regards. And I, agree. I think I just want more of the Sonic heroes style for everything. Don't give me another you know, neo-metal kaiju fight, but but definitely give me that aesthetic style. I mean, the thing I don't want, though, is I don't want them resting on the idea that we've got a green environment, therefore it must have checkerboard patterns and stripes and stuff. Because then I we mean, end up with Green Hill again, in a way. They, like Seaside they, only Hill. Did, they only did that for Seaside, though. They didn't do that sure, for but the then, Biome. But then you've got, like, the casino, and that's very much casino night. I don't want Sonic Team to just rest on the same level archetypes. Even if they've got different names, even if they're technically different locations, I don't want it to be a Sonic City's definitely a casino, a Sonic Field is definitely a Green Hill Zone and stuff like that. I think. I mean, that also had Metropolis though, which was completely different to most things we'd had, as well as the uh, as well as the Egg Fleet. Sure, but I, I don't like, necessarily need that to happen constantly. You know, like, I, I don't. No, I'm not. It's not the same way he's saying. Like, I, sorry to interrupt. Okay. You. Just, sir, it's just. In, First off, like we're having some stream issues here, guys. So we we're gonna have to wrap okay. things up sooner rather than later. Um, okay. But I mean, you gotta keep in mind when Heroes came out and what it was trying to do. It was trying to reincorporate classic Sonic level design in with the more modernized things that they were bringing or more realistic stuff they were bringing in with Adventure One and Two. I I think I, I'm with Cirrus in terms of like, yeah, you saw some of the tropes in play there, but also like keep in mind, like they were they were also advancing it or doing things differently. Like Seaside Hill is not green, green Hill. It's, it's similar enough and it plays the, you know, the role of an introduction level, but also it's got giant sea turtles and these ancient uh, seaside ruins and a lot of cool shit there. And yeah, Metropolis does kind of feel like you're finally running through all of those uh, city levels that you'd always see in the backgrounds in the classic games. And also kind of giving you a reminiscent feel of like what adventure one and two uh, we're bringing into the table and then hang hang castle it's just a spooky ass level it felt like the merger of uh what adventure 2 was doing 
uh, with a more like a classic idea with it. I felt I, I, if if I'm correct, Cirrus, in your assumption here, like that felt like a proper merger of all of those ideas while at the same time trying to do things a little bit differently from what's come before. Yeah, for for me, the thing that Heroes is is it is the adventure style level aesthetic design and the classic style level aesthetic design having a baby and that baby coming out without genetic flaws. Fair enough. I think, um, the thing I guess I'm kind of asking for then is I just want to know, is there a completely original concept for a stage that they haven't done before that they could do? Because I would like to see something that isn't any kind of archetype that has just never been done before for Sonic. You're going to have a hard time doing that just in gaming in general, just because they've yeah. explored so much. And the way they kind of work around that, and, and Sonic has done this a couple of times, and I'm thinking specifically, believe it or not, Sonic 4 Episode 2, where they kind of merge themes together to come up with something new. Yeah. So well, it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I would take even like my idea of Glass Hill Zone, you know, like I'd take that. Like, it's a Green Hill Zone, but it's made of glass. And it changes oh, color and stuff. Why? Because it's cool and it's glass and like <laughs> that would be really cool. Like you could you could really go ham with the ray tracing effects on it. It's just I, I would take that over another green hill, right? Okay. It was my <laughs> idea for cyberspace was make everything look like it's made of like glass, glass hill glass. again. <laughs> I don't know. I just think a, a sonic level <laughs> that's made entirely of glass would be really cool. You get, like neon lights, make it like a laser light show, just make it trippy as hell. I mean, you know I'm the getting, you know I'd the moment it. in. You know the moment in uh, in Speed Highway where Sonic is just like crashing through the glass on his way down to the running down the uh... make that the entire level. <laughs> Basically, like make it to where like you're like some of the glass is there and like you're it's playing with the reflections. Like some of the glass is there to trick you and make you run in the wrong direction. Some of the glass has to be broken through. Some of the glass uh, and... you can jump into it and you're in another part of the level. Yeah, like, 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 rift apart in a way. Like, yeah, there's a, like, there's a, there's actually, like, I like that idea. There's a lot of really fun ways you can play around with the ways that we've, like, just the ways that we've used glass in video games. We've used glass as a breakable. We've used glass as a door. We've used glass as a portal. We've used glass as a reflection. We've used it as a purely aesthetic thing. Um, we've used it as a slippery surface. We've used it as a slippery that's, that's surface. A, that's a stage name, is slippery slurface. <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah, like, like, stuff like that. You know, you could have, like, like I want to see... Acid Hill, like Sonic just drops acid and that's the whole game. No, yeah. that's not what I thought it was. I was thinking like that one corner area of Rusty Bucket Bay and Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, no, no. Just have it like so that mm. the sky is literally made of paint, you know? <laughs> like I'm mean, going to be honest, when it comes to like the overall style of Sonic Frontiers, I don't have an issue with it. It's more of just like the way that they designed the world with the, the assets on hand. I honestly think if they just like if they made Sonic Adventure 1 in the same style that they were going for at that time period, Frontiers is what it would have looked like. They were always going for hyper-realism. I disagree. Um, just on the front, like, I think overall aesthetic, I, I know what you're... I think I, I know what you're saying there. Um, I only disagree just in terms of, like, I think my overall issue with, um, with Frontiers art direction versus uh, Sonic Adventure... Um, when I see Sonic Adventure and they put Sonic in a brand new environment that's, you know, feels a little more realistic, um, 
you still have Casinoopolis or like you go to Speed Highway and it just it looks fucking wild and crazy and you're still like utilizing Always. the buildings and the uh and the roads are kind of twisting and turning and everything. Well, well that's 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 I, what I mean though, but, is like I, I like the, the aesthetic just fine. It's the way that they design and I don't like that everything is so flat. I'm fine with like the way that they do texture work and everything in Frontiers. That's more of what I mean. Because if like if you look sure, at the textures sure in sonic adventure one oh, some of those could honestly just be fucking pictures of real real roads like you know you know what i mean yeah, um yeah, yeah, yeah. i get you always does, yeah right? I, at the same time though it's just like it's there is a difference between going for hyper realism for a sonic game today versus going for it then because everything just looked better on the dreamcast anyway fight me another okay but <laughs> right this is really cool okay i know he hasn't sent money so i shouldn't read it but you know <laughs> um charles oh Trump just said put sonic inside a giant creature run along the organs spin ball through blood vessels fight giant bacteria etc that's an awesome idea oh I so love. a sonic level based off of clanker's cavern from banjo kazooie or, or, i'm sonic, okay with that sonic i was thinking Doc, i was thinking dr mario i mean i was just thinking of bodies in general you know okay i, think I was that, thinking like, mario land it. too the whale zone well, All actually, right, um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild wasn't the first game to have bodies in it. Actually, uh, speaking of out. Zelda, that's a whole fucking dungeon in, in Ocarina of Time inside Fish Guts. It is. Sorry, Jabu's belly. Sorry Wayne, but go ahead. Hear, hear me out, hear me out. We put Sonic in a jar. <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, but also, imagine the memes, right, by having the end of the level be that you get pooped out. And like, imagine uh, Oh, you mean Sonic saying, Dreams Collection? Imagine the memes of people saying like, oh yeah, this is how Sega made Sonic games in the mid-2000s. That'd be Pop. like, that'd be meme material. Pop, Pop, have you played Sonic Dreams Collection? No, I haven't, but I want to get pooped out in an official oh, Sonic game. God. Oh, buddy. <laughs> we gotta get Pop yeah. to sit down and play Sonic Dreams Collection. We do. Holy shit. How have you not played this? Uh, so we're getting in the nitty gritty here in terms of like frontier and overanalyzing it. And we'll probably do that plenty of other times, but we should probably it just in the focus of like the point of this particular episode, which is looking back on the year. We, how do we so feel guess, about it? Quickly summarize, I guess what we could say is we, many of us are kind of in a form of agreement that there's more that can be done with the aesthetic but I personally really like the structure anyway, and I don't mind the aesthetic. I don't mind Game it either. I, I think it I think it has a long way to go, but it feels like a step in the right direction, as I keep saying over and over again. I'm I'm more positive than not about the future of Sonic, thanks to Sonic Frontiers. I feel like I was worried a lot about um how they're gonna uh piecemeal uh content when this clearly wasn't a finished game, and Sega did the right thing they're giving these folks more money to make, you know, the rest of the game and they're doing it for free. And I hope it's a sign of things to come for the franchise as a whole. I think more important than anything else for me is please, 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 please cut it out with the goddamn green hill chemical plant and sky sanctuary zone in the next game. I don't want to see any, any, any familiar zones whatsoever. I don't care if you haven't done them again before. Just don't do it. New zones. Give me the inside of a human body. Give me glass. Give me acid trip. I don't care. Just give me something that isn't done before. More temples. They were kind of lacking, anything. weren't they? Like they're kind of lacking with temples in this in this world with a bunch of just there, ruins. There was one that I found on the second island, and yeah. I was ecstatic. And Same. 
You don't do anything in it. Nope. But I it was, was cool. for you when I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> it was the thing cool I that it was there. Also, Run the through a big room. Is, like, that, that big upside-down diamond triangle thing in the sky in Kronos... Yeah, you can climb it, but I want to see what's in it, you know? Like, what does it do? Yeah, no, I've, that was my big problem with a lot of the set pieces here is uh, you don't do anything with it. You just uh, ride rails around it, maybe beat up something on top know. of it. I don't know if this is a hot take. I don't think I like the model for Supersonic in Frontiers. I'm kind of with you. His hands need to be tinier. He looks yeah, he, he looks, looks like... too soft for as hardcore as it goes. He I looks like, like a... Eyes. That's the thing, is it the, the the design doesn't quite match. He's a little too pudge, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't he's know. A little I like too... him. He's he's shaped like a friend, but also I, I like that, like, he's... I, I just... I like watching him, like, grabbing the giant sword of night, which is, like, three times his size, and he's a little scrimblo scrunkly, and he's just grabbing that sword and smacking I, it. Up I, I, I like how he doesn't grab the sword, and his hands just hover below it. Yep. Oh, he's I, just I, that tough. I do kind of wish he was just a little lankier. I think he's a. Uh, I think uh, I, I'm with you on that one, Nick. Is like it. It doesn't fit like what's going on like in those fights. He just doesn't feel like he belongs there. His I giant I, 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 fucking hands, man. Like his his think, iconic look is like crossing his arms, and his each hand can cover his entire body. He looks ridiculous. Yeah, that's just a problem with the Sonic models in general, though. I think. Though, short of the movie one, because I really like the way Supersonic looked in the movie, this is my favorite of the Supersonic designs, because I just like that he's shaped like a friend. He goes Supersonic in the movie? I'm kidding. Oh, crap. We're going to try to repeat of the Nick situation. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh... No, you don't remember? Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the you theater. told the story! At, oh! At the theater with oh, the oh, oh gotcha, gotcha, you. gotcha, yeah. God Do you need me to remind God you of the time when you wore a black suit Spider-Man costume on Halloween as well? <laughs> I'm Mendy. <laughs> Weirdly enough, right, I did also you... wear that to a, to a movie. We haven't talked about, like, the best piece of Sonic media this year, though, which was uh, the prequel. The prequel comic it. was cool as fuck. No, it not the prequel comic. The, the prequel, the prequel art cartoon. Oh, Divergence. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Like what? The Knuckles prequel. Yeah. Oh, that, 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 that. Yeah, no, that really was like the yeah, best fucking thing that came Shonen, out of here. Shonen Knuckles just ripping through Starfall that, Island Max. That was I've been waiting cool. for that animation for like my entire <laughs> ever since I was a kid playing SA One for the first time. That's all I wanted out of Knuckles, man. I think because we discussed it quite a bit like last week, we should just be quite quick on the Sonic Prime discussion. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure we all feel the same way about it. I'm, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm just kind of like, I'm waiting to see how long uh, it's gonna take for the rest of the episodes to come out so I can watch them and uh, help out with the discussion and then cancel my subscription because they're asking for a lot of money for that. But at least I got to watch Enter the Florpus again, so I, you know, I got something good out of it. To be fair. Like, it's <laughs> It's a victim. Uh, I'm not, well, I'm not gonna. Say we're not. I'm doing we're that not. On, we're know, not promoting that on the air, man. Come on. Like, You've heard of Sonic Prime. Now get ready for Sonic Crime. But also, <laughs> they have, I mean, no, they you just have to be a little bit. You, you just like, hey, hey, you remember that last uh, arc, that world they went to, Wayne? Maybe you should go visit oh. that one yourself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, now who's advocating for pride? I'm just saying you could do a better job with that. I'm, Be clever. I'm just saying you can do what you want because a pirate is free. <laughs> you are a pirate. <laughs> Look, um, all I'm saying is, if you ask me my rating of Sonic Prime, I rate it R. 
I uh this I, is my this is my favorite rouge that has ever existed in a Sonic thing. I it agree. might be the best rouge. I I mean I said my piece about it. Like I, I think I was a little bit overall a little bit more positive than than some of you guys were, but I as nitpicky as I was with Frontiers or with how unforgiving I was with Origins, I I do feel like as big as they're going with the franchise this year, I really don't think there was any like home run out of the park like stellar like piece of like holy shit uh bit of sonic and yeah i'm fortunate i am including frontiers in that i think they were all better than average like and at the best like really good but not like holy shit must play must watch you this is a this is incredible something we don't know battle for the empire as well i think that's something worth discussing towards the end of the episode is did we have like a did like what were our holy crap guys this is amazing because i had one of yeah i had a few um but y'all were there to see it (laughs) but like yeah okay so for you it's divergence (laughs) well no 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 it's not that although that is high up there why why don't we do that a little bit at the end is like whether we're not things like home runs what we consider failures what was the best part etc i mean are we there now because we already talked about prime last week are we done with yeah. Prime then? Yeah, all right, forget Prime. Prime. Prime sucks. All right. So. <laughs> it, it was all right. If you want more of our thoughts and you're not aware of it, go listen to last week's episode. I don't think it sucks. I just think it's quite good. Like, that's all I got. Like, Did Sonic Speed Sonic Simulator Boom. come out this year? Oh, it did, but like... That... Yeah. <laughs> I feel on. like that opened up a whole other discussion. Let's, Let's just Roblox about... that conversation. Let's talk about <laughs> Game Freak or whatever it's called. Is it Game Freak? Game Freak's po- Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who makes Roblox. <laughs> <All right>. What? <laughs> I forget. I forget. Sonic really is just kind of the beginning and end for, for video games for you. The best thing to come out of Roblox this year was H-Bomber Guy's oof video. Also, that's not true, Wayne, because I've been playing Mario and the Rabbids Kingdom, but not, no, not Kingdom Battle, Sparks of Hope, and I've been loving it. Dustin, our good friend Dustin, who we love very much, introduced me to that you don't know dustin nick and i know dustin dustin's great he introduced me to mario and rabbit sparks of hope i bought it in the switch sale i'm loving it i love that game so far all right i gotta play is this your your first time playing xcom Uh, i don't know what that is um but um xcom give it to you speaking of uh um, (laughs) my sister today just completed lunatea's veil so yeah, oh, that's nice. Very that's nice. Something. That's a... I, I gotta. I just gotta sit down and play that again. That that was the that, <laughs> that was the big moment was fucking Klonoa. Well, uh, if you like Klonoa, okay. So are we agreed that the home run of the year of Sonic then was Klonoa Fantasy hey, Reveries? So I agree. Actually, yeah. What, was, yeah. what was that? Actually, pup. What was that one game? What was that one game that I think you and Nick played it for a little bit? It was the pirate one. Oh, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Nuts will fit in your mouth. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> We played that. No, okay. We played Sea of Thieves for like ten minutes, and I wanted to do missions. And Nick's like, "I'm just gonna go look for turtles." And then he's like, "This game is boring." I'm like, "Yeah, we didn't do any missions, mate. You just look for turtles." Yeah, the, a big, wide open world should be fun to explore, pup. I don't know what to tell you, man. It is. It is fun to explore. You just looked for turtles, anyways. <laughs> Got him. There's no okay, turtles, so... as I found out from someone who works on the game. There's no turtles in that game. Why is Aww. there no turtles in? Okay, that I have to ask why. God, that's fucking weird. We just know people that work on shit. It's weird. It's wonderful, though. Yeah. <laughs> right, so um, oh, I've got, me. like, 
under an hour left that I can do. So I guess let's kind of do like what are our home runs? Are there any home runs? Nick, you've kind of given your input, but do you want to go again? No, I I don't think there's any home runs. I think they're all positive steps in the right direction that could lead to some real big bangers, but I I do feel as hard as they went with overall everything. It was great. It was it was a good time overall, but I still expect better. And I think if I did have to put any home run, I would have to put it on the Knuckles uh cartoon because that to me is like what our expectations should be in terms of like a Sonic show. I think that yeah. this is a prestigious enough it should be a prestigious enough franchise that we should be expecting that level of quality. For God's sakes, and Castlevania hasn't had shit in years and it has easily the greatest uh video game cartoon I've ever seen in my life. It is unbelievable and I I want that kind of level of quality from Sonic and I know I'm being just a I'm being too expectation I'm expecting too much. I'm like I'm a very demanding father. But that's just kind of where I am. It's good. It could be better. It's been established. We can have that already. It's okay. I I honestly, that that prequel gave me hope for the Knuckles series. I'm I'm more excited about that now. After that, you you all know what I want to see. You know he's going to twerk in that series. He's going to twerk. He's going to Fortnite dance. It's going to be hot as shit. It's going to be great. Um, Okay, well, Nick, what do you think was the biggest failure of the year of Sonic? Then Origins, hundred percent Origins. Okay, alrighty. I guess as close to the order of the table as we can get, I'll go. Um, okay, so for me, the biggest failure was Origins. <laughs> Full agreement. <laughs> um, now, I'm going to say it. Like, Sonic Frontiers is a game I have my critiques of, I have my criticisms of, and I do want to see progress from it. But the fact that pretty much every single day since it came out, I've played the game. I've gone on there just to run around and stuff, just putter about... And the fact that I've beat the main story like five times now, it kind of says enough for me. Because I'm not just playing this to gather critiques or anything. I'm playing it for fun. Yeah. And it's, as as I was saying, like it might not be the most high-quality experience of them all, but it's certainly one of the most fun gaming experiences I've had. And for that, I really got to hand it to Sonic Frontiers as a big home-run victory. At least for me, it gave me what I wanted to see from Sonic. Even if I see it as more foundational than anything else, like, I have to say, it does broach my top three Sonic games. And for that, I gotta say it's a home run. Sonic Movie 2, I would also call it a home run. I've got my critiques of it, but again, I think what it does right, it does so very right. Um, And then obviously, like, the Divergent Knuckles, sure, but I'm kind of not counting that because I kind of... I'm not viewing it as, like, one of the pillars of the year, if you will. I'm viewing it as more like a a supplementary. But if I were to include it, yeah, it's definitely up there. It is a fantastic little short. So, yeah, that's me. Cyrus, take it away. Uh, So if I had to to label home runs for me, it's... it's My home runs battle for the Empire with Eggman and, and Starline. I know that, like... Maybe bringing in comics is not fair here, but I'm. If I have to say the not thing I that enjoyed, dude, it is. Yeah, no, that counts. If, if 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 I have to bring in the thing I've enjoyed the most, without any criticism to throw, it was the confrontation between Eggman and Starline. I was I was one hundred percent happy with how that played out. I'm 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 good. Um, I I love Origins. 
Not really. I don't. I don't. I lied. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love Frontiers. I love Frontiers. Uh, but it, I love 65% of Frontiers uh, because the other 35% doesn't exist. And that's that's my big issue. If I had to label a failure, though, this year, like the, the biggest failure for me, uh, it's either going to be it's either going to be Origins or it's going to be Colors. Colors wasn't this, this year. year. No, no, it wasn't this year. Wasn't this no, last that was, year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some, for some reason, I was thinking Colors came out around the same time. Oh, as if, Colors, if Colors is on the table, that's the worst part. <laughs> like, no. That's a that, that was failure. September last year. Uh, I don't know. I think, no, I think if it were on the table, Origins is worse, if only because they... Uh, there's Origins, no excuse. <laughs> there's no fucking excuse for Origins. Origins is more egregious, but Colors is just a shameful... No, I think. colors colors is fine, and and that's coming from somebody who thinks that that game is mediocre. Um, I ultimate? think it's it's okay. You thought the release uh, of Ultimate was fine? If you played the original Wayne, you'll see how many things they managed to bugger up. That's well, you got to remember that I did play that game at launch, and I didn't run into a single fucking issue. So I'm only no, talking from my own personal you didn't experience. Realize it, like for example, there's no, no that's way just gaslighting. No, no, hear hear, hear me out. Hear me out. There is no way you didn't notice. Sonic falling in a cradled position in Starlight Carnival Act 3. There's no way you didn't. Do you expect that. me to have even a fraction of a inkling of a f like fragment in my brain <laughs> that would even care to attempt to know what fucking level you're talking about? Okay, but it, it's kind of <laughs> known among people that played Ultimate that there is one where his animation is completely botched as he enters into the level. Yeah, and, and then, whether and or not you notice that, whether or not you notice that, it still happened. That's what I'm saying. Is what, that what, I, what I'm saying though is that, like, uh, actually, I'll save it for for my worst of the year. I mean that it it basically if if it did not if it did not and we're not we're not talking about colors too terribly much, but if it if it didn't affect his experience of the game, it didn't affect his experience of the game. There's a lot of it's issues really in good. Sonic Frontiers. That's, that's fair. Like, that's a fair there, way of wording it. Like, There's a lot of issues in Sonic Frontiers that affected our experience of the game that didn't affect yours necessarily, Bob. No, I know that. I'm just not... I'm, yeah. I'm not going to deny that I ran into them as well. No worries. I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, my, my, my failure of the year would be Origins, and not because Origins was the worst performing thing out of every bit of the bunch, but just it was the thing that had the least excuse. The Sonic movie had the most excuse to suck, and somehow it 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 managed to not do that. So I feel like a collection of Sega Genesis games should have been able to manage it as well, and yet... And yet. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we thinking, so. Wallace? What are your home runs and your your not home runs <laughs> so biggest failure for me is uh in in uh, sonic origins when you're playing cd and metal comes out of nowhere and like starts choking uh amy she doesn't do the little squeak anymore so fuck origins they I'll did remove all the little <laughs> voice clips in there that was really weird yeah, yeah, it sucks. I, I love that little squeak. It's hilarious. They wanted to commit to them being mute, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just, I, I mean, they just George Lucas the fuck out of those games, and it just it defends me on a on a deeply personal level. They could have at or, least included it on classic mode. Like that's yeah. the least they could do. And like Origins the worst part, was... it's like it's not people that even worked on the original games. Just yeah, fuck, fuck them, fuck. The, I just fuck it. God, I hate Origins. And, you know, <laughs> Origins really was. It was just like um. 
you took the games that hadn't been tarnished yet, <laughs> you know, and you fucked it up. You dragged it down. You dra- I, I get angrier the more I talk about Origins. <laughs> yeah. Really I was originally going to do, like, because I remember, like, in my, like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles video I was talking about, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll eventually do a video about Sonic Origins, and I'm just like, I don't want to talk yeah, about that. I, I didn't either. I just, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, I, it took me a couple months to even finish it because, like, I don't want to fucking finish this. Like, I'm, I've just, god damn it. They have Ian Flynn on there. They have Tyson Hess on there. They've got people that worked on fucking Mania on there. How? How? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think it's still installed on my Switch. I think I deleted it. But Sega's mismanagement like... of that project cannot be understated. No. It's yeah. because of that project that now IGN has every right to say, once again, was Sonic ever good? That was something that happened this year. They took that back. Brian Altano took that back. Yeah, we talked about that uh, last week, I think. I think it was just users quickly like, all right, Sonic fans, calm down. And then the entirety of Sonic Twitter is like, validation. Yeah. (laughs) So there we go. Uh, I think think for hits, though, uh, okay, so when I was a kid, I remember playing Kingdom Hearts 2, and I got to the end boss, and it was the coolest shit I'd ever seen in my life. And that was when I started taking advantage of the fact that you could manipulate, you know, multiple save files. So if you wanted to go back and re-experience something, you could, you know, just load up a save file right before that fight and you could do that fight again. Uh, You know, back before a lot of games were doing, you know, boss rush modes and, and everything like that. I haven't done that in a very, very long time, but I did that for the fucking Wyvern fight. Like, holy shit. That oh, was my... Yeah. That was my holy fuck moment. Um, like that was I can't get over how excited I was by the the music, the tone. Like that was again, it was so much about what I loved about the final boss for three knuckles. It was like that wasn't just a fight, that was a fucking chase. Well, not like, only the, that, like literally it is it is that fight. It, missiles and everything. It's that same fight. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, dude, the the music alone, it's just like that that song, uh Breakthrough It All is is a song of pursuit and and just like tenacity and you're just coming after this guy and he's running from you and you're just like above this fucking uh map that you just explored and when the course kicks in in the later portion of the fight and you just hear that drop and you're just like soaring downwards towards this creature it's been a long time since i've had a moment like that that was a hit that was a home run I'm right there with you. I feel like it's almost kind of sacrilege to not mention the bosses in my bit when I was saying how Frontiers is like a home run for the year. But like, yeah, no, I I remember after I'd completed the Wyvern files, I was like, okay, fine, maybe you are the best Sonic game. (laughs) And then then I had Chaos Island and Pinball. I was like, maybe you're not. And then Night comes out. No, maybe you are. (laughs) It's a real experience. I tell you what. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. Like, I, it, I was, I know it sounded very dismissive, but like the supersonic fights, they do need a little bit work here and there. But holy shit, they did everything everybody ever wanted for supersonic throughout that game, and if you, they're going, they're going to, they're going to utilize that in the future. If you have not already seen, I, I forget who the who the YouTuber is that did them, but there's a YouTuber who's been who's been doing uh, fully synced versions of those fights. Uh, where they they sync start the, the fight. Up. No, they don't. They do not sync the music up. Okay. They they do the fight in such a way that the track never loads the next bit. It just naturally bleeds into it the way that it would if you were just listening to the song. But the like music they, is up. <laughs> it's what I no, said. The, 
Well, yes, but there's a difference between syncing the music up in like Adobe After Effects and syncing the music up by oh yeah no that's not what I meant like, de by deliberately timing when you take the boss into different phases. Imagine um, the outtakes for that video. There must have I, been thousands. He, they yeah. actually show some of the outtakes uh, at the end of each one, and it's you can see like there's one where in, in Find Your Flame where they get everything right and they just like their controller dies. Ah. And, and and you can see when they like they they get the they they plug the controller up and they keep trying and it just you hear the reload and just the scream I'm like God <laughs> damn it um, amazing but it's but those so I, I i watched all of those like perfectly synced up versions of the fights on stream and those fights feel amazing when you're playing them and it, it's even way cooler watching somebody just go through and sync everything up perfectly. And you're like, no, 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 here we go. We're going to do the fight the way the developers intended, basically. These are the emotions you should be feeling. Feel them correctly. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fucking cool, man. And I'm just like, uh, I think I did have, because I've, again, I've gone back to refight him like a couple of times. And I had like one match against him where it was like it was dark out, but it was like turning to sunrise as I was beating his ass. And it was it was the coolest shit in the world, dude. Yeah. So before we get on to Super Chats, is there anything else you want to add kind of for the home runs, Wallace? I don't think so. I mean, again, I did really like the movie. I'm, I'm happy with what the comics have been doing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. You okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Um... But uh, yeah, yeah, Sonic Frontiers. I was just, I was just really happy with. And I think the the only other thing that's a contender for me is that Knuckles prequel animation. That shit went hard. Hell, Damn right it did. Yeah, dang it did. Dang old Knuckles animation. Dang. All right then. So shall we move on to the super chats and like I guess the quick fire stuff can wait for another episode. I mean, we we're kind of we we're kind of merging it in with every single topic just so we didn't have to kind of bounce back well then here's a question shall we place a bet will sonic origins ever get another patch no no <laughs> no it no that, that one's dead no the, the folks that worked on that worked on three and knuckles specifically there's no way in hell they're working with sega ever again you're not going to see any yeah. improvements for that it's just not happening like bruce, bruce fear got something that knows it it's it's on hold for now. Whether or not they're going to reutilize classic Sonic, make no mistake about it, or at the very least two D, how good it can is. You imagine we'll see. Can you imagine if we get like the next game in like the classic Sonic stuff, and it's literally the Forces engine? Jesus Christ! Uh, I can see it. I can Sonic, see it. It could happen. Sonic Frontiers two, but it's just the two D sections in cyberspace controls. Oh Only god! That. Stop. All right, I've, so I've been there. I have seen it, and I really want to stop believing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the best Man, find uh... your flame is just insane. All right. Anyways, Sonic fan sixteen sixty one sends five bucks. Hey all, various illnesses are going around. Oh, I can feel that. Please stay safe and wash your hands. Wear mask, etc. Flu is especially bad this time around. Trust me. Yep, I've already had the flu. I mean, I mean, I... Yeah. How bad did we have like? Just these last few months, Pop. Just Jesus. It's not been easy. It's no. not been an easy ride. No, no, we we've had it rough, and we we definitely know. I'm actually getting a booster shot later today, uh, just yeah. in, in terms of getting ready for Magfest. So, yeah, I'm gonna be wearing a mask. I'm uh I'm not taking any chances because uh, yeah, me our last too. Show, when I'm I got messed at up. Mag 
Oh, one hundred percent. When I'm at Magfest, I will be masking up, man. Like, uh, I jeez. <laughs> anyway, way past yeah, school, kid, with a dollar ninety nine. <laughs> happy early New Year, boys. I've been a happy fan. Well, thanks, way past cool kid. Always a pleasure having you around, and thank you for your generosity. I'm happy to hear it as well. Hell yeah. <laughs> Serious. Daza S, thank you very much for your 10, whatever those are. This year has been that the pounds. year of Sonic. I, I don't care. This year has been the year of Sonic with the film, Origins, Frontiers, and a new animated show. I hope Sega capitalize on the renewed interest and push further in the coming years. Happy New Year, everyone. I, I hope so, too. I hope I hope Sega has made enough new fans for Sonic that Hell. it justifies putting actual money into this franchise. Izuka has said that he wants to maintain that momentum going forward <laughs> then maybe he should put some momentum in the game oh you do know that word mr rezuka san <laughs> <laughs> uh, well all right so we got that Jordo with 1069 oh man i totally forgot to draw something for serge's first birthday last month Welp. it's not too late i'm never too late i'm always excited i, I will always give the comic comics this uh this much like man thank goodness we've got something in this franchise bringing some new fresh ideas in here you might say that over the past few years there's been a surge in creativity <laughs> I, I, someone I, please read i'd say oh, the, I'm the best you. new characters were were definitely from the comics i feel anyway i like sage She's i fine. i really She's... liked rachel rachel was great God damn you. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> Wait, what? All right, Pup, it's your so, turn. Astonishing Red. Oh, uh, yeah. Senza $10 says, I mostly enjoy the IDW stuff. I just think it looks silly when the characters scrutinize Sonic for not killing Eggman. That's just heavy moral stuff more suitable for characters like Batman and Spider-Man. To a small extent, I half agree. I, I would say in regards to, like... Sonic, I feel like it's quite cool that, like, Sonic is this Mickey Mouse-looking character that can really go deep into kind of certain themes and stuff, but at the same time, yeah, I think the no-kill policy isn't something that I really want to see that touched upon. I don't think Sonic is the guy to ever kill someone, and I don't really want to see him get, you know, flummoxed for it, if that's the for lack of a better word. I, I am actually okay with them exploring that with Sonic, honestly. Like, my... My 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 view on that is very much if if you're gonna have an Eggman that does a metal virus arc, then you're fine having a Sonic that gets criticized for enabling that. Yeah, to an extent, I agree. I like, I I honestly think they opened a can of worms they weren't ready for by addressing that at all. Yeah, uh, and my true. only issue with it is that there's never been a satisfactory answer, <laughs> and yeah, there never the will thing, be. Is you can you. you you're always going to be able to say that Sonic's kind of a crap hero as soon as you bring up that conversation. I mean, yeah. to be fair, like, if you're going to say like that, it's not fitting for Batman or Spider-Man either to some extent because, yeah, like, they can tell more mature stories, but, like, that's not how those books started either. They were always goofy superhero fun things, but when you bring in these more realistic the thing... elements, you can't give them a proper answer because you can't have Batman and Spider-Man killing. It's the same for Sonic. Like, Every time you bring up that conversation in a long-running franchise that literally is not going to end, that's always going to be an issue. 
The thing with Batman and Spider-Man is they're not little scrunkly scrimblows, so I'm kind of okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> with, yeah, with criticizing I them. <laughs> I don't think the aesthetic is even part of the argument for me. Oh, I'm not talking aesthetic. I'm just talking about the fact that they're I, people. I think some of the aesthetic is, I, I think Sonic is still a little bit more kid-focused than even Batman and Spider-Man are. So that is uh, a, an aspect for me because I, I do think... I do think people are asking a little bit too much in terms of like, as far as like getting real dark with Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. But yeah, I mean, with, with Sonic, I'm like, oh, you poor guy didn't want to kill the Eggman. That's okay. Whereas with Batman, I'm like, what are you doing? You know? I mean, yeah. What about what about a uh, movie Sonic? He murked that asshole. He didn't oh, give yeah, a shit. He, he's a murderer. <laughs> like he's he's guilty yeah. of several counts. Yeah. Of no. 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 Sure. He he uh he acted with intent to kill. Like oh, that, yeah, he, that's he, what he that was. What, oh so. yeah. He's he's a t he's straight up cold blooded killer. Just tipped over a robot. Didn't you know? Spin dash through his chest or nothing. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah. You mean he didn't go far enough. I I think the overall point they were trying to make with Sonic was like he's just not he's not perfect, and there are going to be flaws with this particular mindset. And there's but not he's gonna not be a, a Gary Stu. I, I mean, like I think with a character that has to be a Gary Stu, I think that's a creative workaround for saying like there are flaws with this mindset with this personality yeah, I think it type. was i think it was a direct response i i feel like it's like oh your character's gary stew all right we'll make it so that his gary stewness is his weakness yeah i don't think that, i think the point is there isn't a perfect solution they're not going to wrap it up perfectly they can't you know what i like it i'm fine with it i, I don't care anymore <laughs> <laughs> but i, I mean i'm tired of talking about it like i am with the comic so let's keep going <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch it. We've already done an episode on Should Sonic Kill. Yeah, we so. have. We have. Let's move along to uh, Nick. You're yeah. up with Chris Daniels. Do you want uh, to put Burker next to it? No, I, I'm looking at it. Thank you. Burger. Oh my god. Burger. I love that every time I say whether or not I need it, he still puts a burger on there. Um, yeah, it's because it's a burger. You're hungry. Uh, Chris, that reminds me in Shenmue. I didn't realize this pup, but like in the there's a shop area. Uh, and there's a, there's two shops next to each other. One of them says Bob's Pizzeria, and right next to it... <laughs> yeah, no, you showed me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Linda's... Um... It just says Linda. Like, when you walk into the store, like, it gives you a title, and it, it just says Linda. <laughs> that, that, someone that worked on Bob's Burgers must have been in that area or something. It's because so it's good. Just, it lines up too well. It's so damn funny. All right, uh, it'll be nice to have Sonic Frontier's art style take homage to Sonic Heroes level art style. Just imagine Sonic running through Hang Castle. That would be sick. I've yeah. said it in the past. I would be game for them to remake previous games in the open world format. Open zone. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Open zone format. <laughs> Especially Sonic Colors, um, which is a game I've frankly had enough of. But, like, if you're going to put it in open zone, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I th still think Sonic Colors is one of the strongest uh, representations of really creative uh, art direction and level design in terms of Sonic but environments. But but no. Oh my god. <laughs> that's my purse. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> That's my Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh god. Give it back. Give it back. <laughs> All right. Uh Cirrus, you're up. Uh from Dazzle Fizzle. Thank you, you for the five dollars. I need you to stop. Burker. 
<laughs> I hope that for the next game, they start going more towards making it like a classic game in 3D, but this might be unrealistic. I We already had that. That was Sonic Heroes. I wouldn't mind that again, but... Mm. I think a more I open mean, it depends. It depends what they yeah. mean by making it more like a classic game, and I think what they might be referring to here is <laughs> momentum. But, um... Yeah, I'd be... Listen, I'd be game for a little elements of classic to creep in a little bit i just don't want it to be like you know like it's got to be the right things right it can't be just yeah, tired the old thing fucking is, assets i think all too often sega see stuff like this and are like oh okay we'll add green hill in there for you then and it's like no 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 sega sega you know what was a staple of the classic games new levels creative levels that are fun and exciting to explore for the first time or just feeling fun just a fun area to explore yeah, like Kronos Island or Eros Island. <laughs> I, I, I like them. I don't care. I think they can. I think they can. Uh, I yeah. I we've been saying it the entire episode. There, it's a step in the right direction. Let's hope they learn the right lessons because it could go either way with this fucking company. Keep on stepping, uh, Wallace. You're up yeah. with Mister. Do, do you need a burger? Is it Mister Terry Chaos with two pounds? Burger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got Mr. <laughs> we got Mr. Terry Chaos with two pound towns. Oh my uh, god! Put Sonic in a house like Tinykin. Done. Tinykin. I don't know what that is. Tinykin's a, a new little indie game. It's on Game Pass. It think of it like Pikmin, but in but in a house, and it's got like that the two D sprites in a three D world kind of a situation. They're not oh, okay. sprites, so, but they're like fully out animated. It's gorgeous, and I've I've been wanting to play. I guess it. like a little more chibi robo. So like Klonoa. No, like like Pikmin. Like none of it. <laughs> none <Okay>. of it. <laughs> <laughs> like gameplay gameplay is a little bit more Pikmin with a. Isn't little that bit the name of your tortoise? Turtle. You got a turtle called Pikmin. No, Pippin. Like Lord of the Rings, Pippin. Pikmin. Oh All God. right, so. Stevie DN Blu-ray sends $10 and says, I really hope that Frontiers DLC playable characters aren't A, reskin Sonics, B, playable for the tiniest of secluded gameplay sections, similar to the Amigo characters in 06. I kind of share that sentiment, but at the same time, I'm just happy to see additional playable characters at this point, you know? And that's kind of a testament to how starved I am, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't know, I'm just kind of... Happy to see this little moment of confidence in Sega, you know? Yeah. For a change. We'll, we'll be talking more about the, our predictions for the DLC as uh, as 2003 rolls. Oh, God. I'm so old. 2023 uh, <laughs> rolls rolls in. Um, so we'll we'll save some more of those those thoughts and predictions for there. But for now, OzJam H with $10. Thank you. You need a Clementine? No. Clementine? I just, I literally said his name right before you so asked. You find it. Clementine? <laughs> a new movie, questionable re-release, new game slash start, and the comics going strong. What better way to end this year with Sonic and starting the new one is finally reading the Archie run. Oh, boy. Yep, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm doing starting next month, so. To be honest, I quite enjoyed the Knuckles special that... I had to edit the video. Yeah, for you. Well, I think I pup. I think specifically for you, I think you're gonna take more to the the corny, goofy, uh, 
the uh, humor of early Archie. I'm going to like Ken Penders, aren't I? I'm going to come away from no. this going, man, Penders had a point. No, no. I think... I mean, I, uh, I think knowing you, us, maybe. He bought us the Vulture from Spider-Man 4 on Twitter. Can I just reinst reinstate that? Is that is crazy, by the way. That is absolutely <laughs> nuts. Like, of That's all the things that happened... Like, of the craziest Sonic things to happen last year, it was Ken fucking Penders showing us fucking Spider-Man 4 Vulture. I'm, I know I'm going to come away from this going, oh, Penders' work was... That was a different kind of art the community wasn't ready for. <laughs> I'm going to be one of those guys. I don't think... Uh, I, I've, I heard don't you, think so. I've heard you talk about Batman v Superman, so I believe it. Do not compare got, Snyder got, to Penders. Okay. I mean, Do not compare Snyder I mean, to Penders. How dare you? I mean... <laughs> I mean, you're all dated. No one hates that movie anymore. Everyone I likes it now. mean, Wayne has a he's got I've... a point, actually. Now that I that you mentioned that, yes, and you like the Last Jedi, so we're even. No, Anyways, I thought it was okay, right? <laughs> I no, I like the Last Jedi. Glass okay. Onion, though, like Ryan Johnson's. Uh, I want to see it. Who done it? His Who Done It's are great. Oh yeah, I could certainly see the vision in it. Don't get me wrong. Like, well, anyways, um. Who's okay? It's me, it's me with Mr. SP. Thank you for the twelve dollars and thir and thirty okay. cents. This was truly the year of Sonic, but it was also a great year for the Ninja Turtles. If Jurassic World three didn't suck, it might have been the greatest year for nineties nostalgic kids. Oh no, buddy, yeah. that's two thousand twenty three. Do you, that that's going to be the year of the turtles. Like Rise had a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but it was just like it was nice that they allowed them to kind of wrap things up. It's not not the year of the turtles. They're getting a new movie. It's going. It's going to blow your tits off. It's going to be great. I'm excited. <laughs> How nicely worded. I Wayne. Cowabunga, baby. Wayne. All right, we got uh, Mr. Krabs with four ninety nine. You forgot the most important Sonic game. Rachel adventure with her golf cart as her transportation in the game. Okay, I understand the Rachel reference earlier. I completely forgot what that character's name was. You know, there's a DLC I'd kind of be you willing were, to accept. You were is happier at one point. Imagine yeah. a Sonic Frontiers DLC, though, that adds little golf holes to all of the Starfall Islands, and you have to put golf in them. They got a little flag, but you could also roam around in a golf cart. That would be kind of cool, I think. Actually, have they done pinball with Sonic, but never golf? No, 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 they have done... Have they done golf? I don't, I don't they think they've done When? Uh, they because they... Yeah, because they have. They, they have. They, they have. did tennis, yeah. Sonic Labyrinth. They did tennis. But <laughs> oh, goddammit. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I mean, you know what? No, I want to see that. Uh, I want to see... Yeah, I want to see his little pink that's ass right. getting smacked by a golf club. Kirby's dream course and... does go fucking hard. Anyway. All right, yeah. so is it me you're looking for? Am I up? No. All right. Yeah. Oz Jam. It's me. It's me. No. It's you, no. It's, 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 it's Pup. I'm, no, I'm, I'm. I'm being a dick. Learn your <laughs> fucking place. Oh, you. You are one to talk. Stay in your lane, How's cat the... tits. <laughs> Oz Jam H sends five bucks. Still, favorite moments were the Titans fights. But the second movie was the biggest for me in terms of excitement. Have a happy new year and drink your gamer juice. We certainly will, Oz Jam H. And I'm glad you enjoyed the movie and the Titan fights. I fully agree. I have been very nitpicky with everything we've talked about today, but make no mistake. Like we had some amazing fucking moments and I'm overall more happy than not. I'm just a little bit more harsh with origins because it's not going to be the last time we see these games. And yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to be very 
critical when it comes to something as important as Sonic 3 and Knuckles. But overall, yeah, like it's it's a solid package. Everything we got this year was solid. It was real good. And that's that's not something we can say every year for Sonic the Hedgehog. The next collection, you'll get even less games. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to quickly, real quick here, we're cutting off Super Chats, guys, but uh, Mike1911, thank you. We're getting more LEGO Sonic sets. That is true. They're going to go hard next year. We had that that recently. Oh, what are we getting? I want to get Marble next. We don't know. They should, get, they should give each level from Sonic 1. We've already had Green Hill do Marble. And yes, I'm a, full disclosure, I'm fine with seeing it as a LEGO set, okay? Before anyone says anything. Oz, Hypocrite! OzMH, $2, learn your place, sir. You really do learn your place, Doris. As the as oh, that's the right here next to me, baby boy. I love you so much. As the closest, I... as the closest thing we have to a woman on our show. Oh, oh my god. god! Know your limits. Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> hey, hey, pup, you know how you wanted a glass level? Maybe you should go get thrown through a glass ceiling. And all right, with, it is. And with that little bit of uh, sexism, that's how we're going to end the year. With Sunset City. <laughs> Guys, Thanks, Bob. thank you so much for hanging out with us. We greatly appreciate it. Boys, what are y'all working on, Pup? Well, <laughs> I don't know. But um, what I have got out recently is for the Sonic fans among you all, which is all of you, we've got a retrospective on Sonic Unleashed, why it is one of my favorite Sonic games, and that's the first in a series on my favorite Sonic games, so be sure to check that out. But here's what I really want you guys to watch, okay? I know you've all got one-track minds. I know you've all got attention disorders, which mean that the only thing you'll ever look at is a blue hedgehog. But guys, I made a festive Klonoa short. It's two parts... If you guys had checked that out, it would mean the world to me. The world. Because it's a labor of love for that little scrimblow who... I'm so glad I met Klonoa this year. I'm so glad. I love that guy. So, yeah. I fucking told you. Shut up, Wayne. I played it on a mobile phone the first time. I was like, guys, this game sucks. <laughs> that was a frustrating evening. I love that it wasn't even the mobile version, which does exist. It does? Somewhere, somewhere in Japan, it's it's lost oh, wait, media. Yeah, no, I, I, I've heard about that. It's yeah, no, yeah, yeah I heard emulator. about it. I heard about it in Nick's fucking video. <laughs> I was playing on an emulator using the phone touch controls. Like, guys, so good. this game is terrible. I don't know what you see in this. I hate it. Um, yeah, I don't know why you did that in the first place. It's fine. It's it's funny to look back on, but yeah, Cirrus, what about you? What are you working on? Um, I I need to. I need to actually sit down with Pup and hand him my Frontiers audio. That that's what are you doing? That's what why, why would you do that? I don't want that. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if you don't want if you don't want money, that's fine. I don't oh, want to give you money. money. Please pay me. Just I don't want to edit. Just please pay me. <laughs> Just pay you. Oh my fucking don't God. edit. <laughs> yeah, All right. You know, <laughs> my friendship is worth something. It's worth money. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anything else in the works, or are we just wait, we still waiting on that Frontiers video like they are for me? I mean, the same same thing with the Shadow video. I've, the, the script is done. The voicing is done, for the most part. 80% um, done on the artwork. Uh, and then that will be, once once all those are together, then that gets handed over to Pup, and, and then he does his magic on it. 
And the money, the money also gets handed over to Pa. I mean, Sorry. yes, the, 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 hey, look, it's not always about the money, Pa. Oh, it is definitely in this case about the money. <laughs> it's, it's about the mess. Yeah, go mess. <laughs> Wayne. Yeah. What are, you, what are you doing, buddy? What's up, cutie? Oh, um, I'm working on... Uh, the Digimon World video will be out eventually. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Uh, I needed to take a break from from that project like over the holiday season just because of how crazy it's been. Yeah. Once I get back from MAGFest, though, I should be ready to, to roll on that. But um, uh, that should hopefully be out within the next two months. That said, I do also have, for any of my Patreon supporters, I do have uh, some demo or, or some blooper reels that have been uh, needing to have come out for a while they date all the way back to my sonic 3 and knuckles video and oh, um coming out i, I finally got those put together and i'm going to be releasing the sonic 3 knuckles blooper reel today exclusively demo for reel. patreon supporters you've got no. dog walkers demo reel no 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 i it did <laughs> blooper reels for my sonic 3 and knuckles video exclusively for patreon supporters later today and then in the coming weeks i will release the others demo reel very cool um I decided I'm going to end the new year my way, or end, not to end the new year, but end this year my way. Um, I'm editing uh, Ninja Turtles uh, speed reading, essentially. It's a new show I'm calling Comic Bunga, and we're talking about the very first <laughs> Ninja Turtle issue ever because it is insane. So um, that's going to be up for patrons a little bit later today once I'm done editing, and that'll be out for everybody else tomorrow on New Year's Eve. I would really really be thankful if you guys check that out your boy just needed a break from sonic content and i did recently release a sega christmas video that was a blast to make and i still somehow managed to miss out on like a ton of stuff so christmas blast but if you guys could give that some love and you know help the algorithm know hey we can get a little bit more creative i'd appreciate it because i would love to do more stuff like that down the road but yeah, that's uh, that's uh, all of us accounted for. And guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us this year on Sunset City, and we will see you in 2023. It's about the money.